Here, there, and <laughs> it's going. <laughs> this is kind of interesting. Yeah. Maybe we should talk about that more when we actually started, but no. Nope. Nope. Right now. <laughs> I guess. I guess we're doing it. Yeah, we are. We're doing it. We're doing literally oh, doing it. Man, I didn't even think about that. I was actually. Yeah. It's funny because I was thinking about how I don't like the title "It" for that movie because we're doing it. Yeah. Because it's hard to say that because it's part of like just normal conversation all the time. Yeah. It makes it very difficult. Yeah. <laughs> but it's the name of the movie. So, ah, uh, hi. I'm Steven. I'm Brent. Welcome to Let's Talk About Stuff, a show about stuff. You're welcome. <laughs> In general. In general. Show about stuff. But today, what is the show about, Steven? Uh, we are talking about It. The uh, 2017 version, uh, which we saw last night together in Tulsa, which is pretty awesome. It was good. It was uh, it was good to have you here. Steven is live in my house right now Absolutely. recording this. It's it's awesome. This is our first one that we've done actually live. Yeah. It's pretty yeah. rad. Live to tape. It's kind of different. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but it's cool. Yeah. Uh, hopefully we don't fuck up too bad yeah. and uh, the editing's a bitch, but I think we'll be... Mostly okay. Yeah, I really got to keep my yas and uh-huh's down. <laughs> <laughs> um, before we jump into the it discussion, um, and we'll we'll have a spoiler-free portion of that. So if you haven't seen the movie, you can kind of hear our thoughts about it, and then we'll get into a spoiler talk. But we'll let you know when we jump into that. Maybe who knows how this goes? <laughs> it, it, it could. We be, always have good plans. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, uh, but first, don't forget to follow us on Twitter at LTASpod and uh, send us your questions or show topic ideas by emailing us at let's talk about stuff podcast at gmail.com. And um, we have a shout out this week to Mr. Will Fish. He uh, just started following us, uh, I think earlier today or maybe last night. So um, thanks for following us, Will. Welcome um, to the Losers Club. Right. <laughs> <laughs> um, and uh, yeah, we appreciate you following us and uh, hopefully listening. Maybe you're just throwing us a bone and adding a, a follow to us on Twitter, but we that's okay. We accept throwing out bones. Yeah, I'll, so. we'll take it. We'll take all the bone you want to give us. <laughs> um, but uh, yeah, so let's move on to what we are drinking. And um, I'm going to go ahead and start by saying that uh, both of us have had a shot of Black Velvet blended Canadian whiskey. Um, and uh, it, it was a full shot. I poured it directly it to the brim. Right to the brim. Right. And um, I had had a sip of this mixed with some 7-Up at a neighbor's house and it didn't seem as strong, so when we took just the regular shots, I uh, thought my insides were going to catch on fire. But uh, overall, it was it was good. It was good. Yeah, it was good. Um, it was a little shocking. I mean, I, I usually <laughs> uh, drink whiskey straight, so that's fine. But uh, uh, yeah, probably a little bit better with um, Seven Up or something. Yep. Yep. Um, in addition to that, I am drinking something that's called Session Premium Lager. Um, I've seen it at the liquor store a couple of times. Never bought it because it's a uh, it's a, a suppository sized yeah. uh, beer. It's like the official name for that, right? Suppository beer. Yeah, it's a, it's a, yeah the actual <laughs> name for the size. Um, and I only like to buy maybe one or two of those at a time. And uh, this time, it was yeah. time for session. Absolutely. So, um, in honor of Jeff Sessions, uh, Stephen <laughs> said. It, I was about to say that. <laughs> I was about to say it's not in honor of him. Yeah, that's right. Um, so I'm gonna crack this open. I uh, it's a lager. That's all I know about it. We'll mm-hmm. see how uh, how good it is here. 
Mm, still a little bit warm, um, <laughs> <laughs> but it's not bad. Not bad at all. Um, yeah, we did just buy them. Yeah. yeah, yeah, we bought them. Put them in my freezer to hopefully let them cool down, but uh, not quite yet. Not quite yet. <laughs> um, Stephen, what do you have today? Uh, so I have a beer uh, that weirdly we talked about last night again. It's a beer that you had had, uh, also a suppository style or a suppository uh, size beer of the Little King's Original Cream Ale. And it was kind of funny because I don't even know how our, my dad brought it up, but my, my dad went with us to the movie last night. It was the three of us. And uh, we'll get into that a little bit later too. But um, he had mentioned that he likes this beer, but he likes it uh, room temperature. So it actually kind of worked for me that we just bought it. So Brent had had this on a, on a previous podcast, and I'm going to try it room temperature because my dad said to. So hopefully he's not wrong. I think it got brought up because we were talking about um, your dad was trying to find some Mhops, which is the yeah. beer that uh, that Hanson, the Hanson brothers make here in Oklahoma, and we were just talking about beers in general. And he had mentioned Little Kings, That's right. and uh, he said, uh, I mentioned that I had it for the show. He said you should try it at room temperature, yeah. which you are now doing. What it was do you just think? so random. Like my dad doesn't drink beer, um, hasn't really drank in a while, and in a few years, and uh, I'm sure this is something he used to drink. But it was just so random that you had had this one, and like right. we'd never heard of it before. Yeah, that, I know. So. <laughs> <laughs> and he was like, "Oh, you should drink this random one that you've already had." Yeah. Oh, okay. But uh, yeah, room temperature is actually pretty good. I'm I'm digging it. Well, good. And good. it's a, a good beer. So maybe it brings out that uh, that cream out of it. Uh, it might, yeah. That the 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 cooler version. Yeah. It kind of well, gets cut off. There so on that note, bit. I was gonna say whenever you mentioned that I I had worked at pre- uh, previously I had worked at Alamo Drafthouse Theater and they have like a lot of beer and so that's when I got into beer was from that because we had so many. But um, all the beer nerds that I met there that kind of taught me everything I know uh, about craft beer and everything would say that like you're not actually supposed to get things like super cold when they're super cold it changes the taste of it in your mouth so that it's um it kind of like it can make a bad beer taste better so like if you were like maybe like freeze a budweiser uh instead of just refrigerating it might taste better to you because it's so cold you can't really even taste it and so you actually want like some like cask beers and stuff to be like closer to room room temperature like uh not really like warm but like you're aiming for like 40s degrees instead of like 30s or whatever so yeah Something about it like brings out the taste, and you actually get all that in there. So yeah. okay, but it's it's good. It works. Well, good, Dad. Good job. <laughs> <laughs> You've done it, Mister Fisher. Um, before we get into the it talk, um, we wanted to go over some stuff that we've both seen recently. Yeah. Over the past what week, two weeks yeah. or so, um, when you were pulled up with the the hurricane, I guess you had some, <laughs> some, yeah. some time on your hands. That's where it started. Yeah. yeah you want to go ahead and jump into yeah, it? Yeah. Yeah. Go cool. ahead. And do yours. Um, yeah. So you had talked about uh, the Ducktales reboot that they released and how that episode. Uh, I guess it was like a double episode. Uh huh. <laughs> so you're a little excited. Yeah. Okay. Uh, it was released on on YouTube and everything. So I watched that one morning. Uh, I was actually working from home. And I was up on my couch uh, like early in the morning. Amanda was asleep, and I was like, "Hey, I'm gonna watch cartoons because uh, that sounds <laughs> awesome right now." So that's when I kind of jumped towards, and uh, yeah, it was great. Um, yeah. Ducktales, woo! Yeah, uh, good job because uh, the the um, animation style was was good or whatever. Um, I was cool with it. Um, it maybe maybe want to watch the old ones, and I tried to look for them, but they're only for like uh, pay on YouTube. Mm-hmm. And I didn't want to buy them or anything yeah, like that. But, uh, on uh, iTunes as well. Yeah, okay, yeah. Too. So I want to watch some of those again because I, I did watch a lot of those. Um, but uh, yeah, the, the voice cast, though, was awesome. Yeah. Um, specifically Bobby Moynihan. Um, yeah. Because uh, I know his voice and mm-hmm. everything. But um, but all of them were great. Um, I don't know who does Scrooge and... Um, that's David Tennant. Oh, was, yeah. Was a okay, doctor so who is a, he was the uh, Kilgrave and Jessica uh-huh. Jones. Yeah, yeah. And then um, uh, Ben Schwartz was Dewey. Uh, Bobby <laughs> okay. Moynihan was Louie, and then... It's all uh, coming together. Yeah. Um, 
Oh man, uh, the last uh, one. Da- Danny Pudi was from. Okay. Uh, he's from, on Community. He's a, an Indian oh, guy. Oh, okay, yeah, yeah. Um, yeah. And uh, I know man, I I love them all. They all yeah. do. Such they were a great, great job. Yeah. And then uh, Kate McCucci is Webby. Webigel. Oh yeah, on, on the, the other girl. Yeah. I, so I don't remember a whole lot of the original show. I didn't know how much that kind of changed or whatever. But was mm-hmm. she was she a new character? Was she there? She was new to that show. Okay. Uh, the original Ducktales, but she uh-huh. was on every episode. Like she was okay. there from the beginning. I just of don't the, remember. The series. I guess. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but uh, but yeah, the the thing that I liked about it is they in the original Ducktales, Huey, Dewey, and Louie were almost interchangeable characters. Oh, yeah. Like there weren't really clearly defined personalities. For this one, they made their names Huey, Dewey, and Louie their birth order, and mm. so that kind of helped determine their personalities yeah. and everything. And there's some videos on YouTube about them talking about it. And I'm an only child, so I really don't get that. Oh, yeah. But I understand <laughs> that the personalities are different. Uh, oh yeah, and uh, I like that. Yeah, quite that's a cool. Bit. Um, yeah, they did a good job with it for sure. I follow a lot of the creators of the new series on uh, on Twitter, and mm. I'll see them talk about how they are fans and if there's been anything in the kind of Disney duck realm whether it's you know DuckTales or um, some of the old um, comics that DuckTales is kind of semi-based on or you know Darkwing Duck or anything like yeah. that they're fans of that too and they want to get that in the show as well oh, so that's awesome. um, I always like always like it when fans of something reboot it and get their chance to tell yeah. the version of it. It doesn't happen too often. Sometimes it's just a money grab. It seems like thing, it's like more lately though yeah. that we're getting that like with Netflix especially um, kind of getting people the opportunity to do things whatever but a lot of yeah. things like, I've been hearing more people like oh well, I've, I've been a fan of this since I was yeah. a kid or whatever. Yeah. It, it just shows the passion yeah. shows through so it's cool. Yeah. And the passion of the Christ. <laughs> <laughs> oh wow. Well we finally brought that movie up. <laughs> We've been waiting. <laughs> Uh, moving on. Yeah. <laughs> so um, I've got some um, movies that I watched over kind yeah. of the Labor Day weekend. And um, usually my weekends are packed with me doing like stuff around the house or errands to run or I've got art projects that I'm working on. But this past Labor Day weekend, I didn't have shit to do. Yeah. So I took advantage of it and I watched um, quite a few movies. The, oh, cool. the most movies I've watched in quite a while. Yeah. Kind of back to back to back. Um I watched the the super bad uh, theatrical mm. cut over that weekend, mm-hmm. which we talked about last episode. But I also watched a little movie that you recommended called The Way Way Back. Oh, and I'm not I'm even going so to. Excited. I'm not even going to <laughs> drag you on. I loved it. Oh, I, I love the movie. Um, it's awesome. Yeah, it, it, I came across it on iTunes. It's yeah. on sale for like seven bucks. Nice. I went ahead and bought it, and we watched it last weekend, and I I loved it. I it's really great, did. right? The uh, performance that. Um, uh, oh man. Uh, what's the guy's name from uh, from Moon and Iron Man? Oh yeah, we uh, talked. This is like we did last yeah. time too. Uh, <laughs> fuck, and now I can't remember either. Can't Sam Rockwell. Remember. Sam Rockwell. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, his performance in that movie yeah. is just so good. Like his character is really cool. Yeah, and he has kind of an arc in his 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 role mm-hmm. in that. Um, yeah. the, the girl that he likes doesn't doesn't want to put up with him acting like a little kid. Yeah. but he kind of of course corrects fairly quickly. Yeah. compared to I guess the the main storyline mm-hmm. for for the the kid. But yeah, I, I just love the the interactions with everyone. And yeah. Steve Carell, man, oh I, my gosh, right? I, I love Steve Carell as an actor, but he really made me like not like that he character. Pulled off the asshole routine yeah. like really well, like surprisingly. Yeah. Well, yeah. it starts off where he calls, and spoilers for everything we're talking about yeah. today. <laughs> but spoilers for the way way back. Um, he when he starts off telling yeah. his essentially his stepson that 
he's a three out of ten. Yeah. Like he thinks of him as a three. I was like, man, that is hardcore. Yeah. Like I, I grew up with a stepdad and he was like super lovable, super yeah. nice to me and everything. But like I can't even imagine having to, to go through that and then being stuck with him in a strange town for a full summer. Yeah. Um, yeah. It Not was, knowing anybody and all that. Yeah. Yeah. And, yeah. And, and, and to escape that, you go get a job somewhere. <laughs> yeah. yeah. It's, it's, it's pretty That's insane. That's all you need to do. Yeah. Yeah, it's cool. I like I like so much of that movie, and just like the feeling of that movie is just really I don't know. It's something unique about it. Like mm-hmm. that time period, I remember like the first. So I watched it. If you recall, like I watched it on like a rainy afternoon, and then I was I like rewatched part of it, and then Amanda woke up, and I was like rewatched this all yeah, over again. Yeah. So I watched it like two and a half times in like one day, and uh, I was like after the first time, I was like I don't even know when this movie takes place because mm-hmm. you see him with like an iPod or an iPhone. Um, listening to music on top of the car and everything, and you're like, okay, well, it's in that time period. But, like, nobody has phones generally. Mm-hmm. Nobody's on the cell phone all the time. Nobody's on computers all the time. They go to, like, old pizza parlors. Like, it, that town is, like, stuck in the 80s. Yeah. And the car that Steve Carell drives is, like, an old, you know, it looks like uh, kind of like the the car from um, Vacation, National Lampoon's Vacation, the mm-hmm. first movie. Just like this old school, like, um, station wagon or whatever that's, like, brown and green. And the, and the like, music he's listening to on his yeah. iPod is like REO Speedwagon. It's still like so, old, yeah. Yeah, yeah, even though you see that. So yeah. it's like, you know it's like modern point. time. Um, and other cars around there, obviously, like mm-hmm. modern or whatever. But but I like the feeling of it that it's like, if you just take that out, and it, they didn't have to make anything contrived about like like horror movies do, where they're like, oh, we lost our cell phone you know, coverage in the woods. So that's why we don't have cell phones right now. But it's like, they just don't mention it, and it feels totally natural. Right. And uh, yeah, and I like that. It's like, you don't really know where it's at. It kind of just feels like it's floating through time. and. It's really like kind of a unique type of uh, movie like in that way, I think so. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's yeah. a good point. I didn't even think about that, mm-hmm. but you're right. Yeah, everything is kind of retro in that movie. Yeah, for sure. Uh, but not in a super noticeable way, yeah. unless I just wasn't paying attention. No, that's, it, it sucked me notice. right into it. I, I loved it. I, oh, I'm so glad. I, I'm very much looking forward yeah. to watching it again. Uh, I didn't realize that both Nat Faxon and Jim Rash had roles in the oh, movie. Oh, yeah. So when I saw them, I was like, oh, that's them. Man, <laughs> whatever. Uh, like one of the things Amanda and I say again, spoilers and everything, uh, all the time is the... Uh, all right, uh, we're holding. Uh, all set to hold because they have like they're on the top of the water slide, like yeah. watching the girls, and it's so funny. Like that goes on for so long. So like anytime a man and I are in line for anything, or like we're on the phone, yeah. uh, Like Brandy was earlier, like waiting for customer service, or whatever. Or like, all right, uh, we're holding. Uh, we're all set to hold. And like, oh, it's just great. And let's it. get ready to hold. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> okay, and all set. It's a whole. Yeah. yeah. I'm so glad you liked it, man. Yes, yeah, it was great. So great recommendation. So yeah, awesome. Yeah, uh, so there you go. Two two right now. Go, go see <laughs> we're, we're due for two. Um, so uh, we'll, we'll go back to you. Cool. Yeah, so I watched, um, again, during the flooding and the hurricane and everything like that, um, you had talked about Zootopia, and I had seen it but didn't love it as much as you or most people do. I, I kind of just liked it. So uh, while we were at my brother-in-law's house, um, they had it's on Netflix and everything. So uh, Amanda just threw it on one afternoon, and we sat down and watched it. And all of a sudden, it kind of clicked. Uh, I still don't think I'm like maybe quite the the love of, of you of other people, or whatever, mm-hmm. or, or other people. But um, for the most part, I'm like, okay, I get it. Like this movie's awesome. Yeah. And I've watched it again since then at home. Uh, that same morning, I think that I watched Ducktales. I was like, I don't have any other cartoons that I knew to watch, but yeah. I threw on Zootopia again, just in the background. So I just keep throwing it on now uh, whenever I'm doing other stuff, and it's just so. Like the songs are really good, like that that main song, I guess. Um, because I don't really that like Shakira. Sh- I don't like Shakira. Yeah. 
And generally, I don't like her because like, I don't like her music. But yeah. that song is fucking catchy as hell, man. <laughs> well, they play it like two or three times yeah. throughout the movie. Throughout the movie, it's like yeah. the only movie they could get yeah. her <laughs> contracted to do. Yeah. Like, let's keep doing it. It's the but, only uh, music that exists in that world. Yeah, yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. But I liked it uh, a whole lot. Um, uh, I'm glad that I, I'm getting more into it, I guess, and getting another chance. Uh, specifically, one of the things that I thought that you mentioned was um, kind of like the the idea of not like race, but like species, I guess, mm-hmm. in that movie, but how it plays in now and how like people today could really use like to watch that movie again. Yeah. And it really plays like, it's not like, um, I don't know, it's like not, not over the top. It, it doesn't beat you over the head with it. It just feels kind of natural in their world and it like kind of has a, a parallel in our world of like race relations and, mm-hmm. and how people are like afraid of things. And, and it was really interesting to watch from that eye. So I'm glad you mentioned that too because that's kind of how I was watching it. Um, amongst all the fun and the cool animation and stuff, it's like it has like a really good message and yeah and everything. So uh, so yeah, and I I'm digging it. So I I don't know if they're planning to make a sequel to that movie. Oh but yeah, I really I really hope so. There uh, could be so much more. I was thinking about it at the end of that. Yeah. Um, how they're like just in the cop car or whatever. Yeah. Uh, and I was like, you could just do all kinds of things with this. So yeah, and know. all of the animals that show up in the movie are all mammals it's, it's always something with further no oh, yeah. no birds no reptiles so there could be a whole oh, different part of of the world for yeah. them to explore if they wanted to that's really cool. i didn't think about that so much but that's awesome because there's got to be like more to it or whatever with mm-hmm. that but uh amanda and i were saying like they have like the wolves but um i was like there are no like just dogs and cats like just normal like domesticated right. yeah. things and i was like they probably wouldn't though because they're all animals like why would they domesticate one of their own. It's right. kind of weird, but yeah, that's a good point. Yeah, but um, yeah. so that's all I kind of like uh, honed in on. But yeah, like there's like a whole other universe I'm sure out there that they could explore, and even in that just like Zootopia, like that city itself, whatever. Mm-hmm. You could do so much more in that. I mean, yeah, it's kind of an endless whatever the kind of stories you could throw. So yeah, yeah, I, I kind of hope they do something. Um, I would definitely welcome a sequel for that. So. Yeah, I, I I loved it. As, just more and more, <laughs> as right? stated. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, another movie I watched was. <laughs> Was a uh, the most recent installment of the Fast and Furious franchise, which was Fate of the Furious. Um, you had did, seen this before, though, right? No, I know this is oh, my okay. first time actually. Okay, cool. So, um, uh, at the beginning of this year, we built a new house, and when the movie came out in March, just didn't have the time uh, to go see it. Okay. But it came out on iTunes. I went ahead and bought it, and we watched it uh, over Labor Day weekend, and as much as I gushed about Fast Five on a previous episode. <laughs> Fast 8 is a pretty strong contender oh, really? for maybe the best one. Right on. um, I might have to give it some more time, but there are just a bunch of like stunts that, that they do. There's some CGI in there um, and whatnot. They, they use CGI, uh, CGI fire at a certain point. They also use oh, CGI yeah. like snow and ice, mm. so they've got a lot of range <laughs> evidently. But um, the story is kind of what the story is. Uh-huh. Like it's, it's, you don't want to think about it too much, but like... The stunts are really kind of what I gravitate towards for these movies. Certainly not the uh, the acting, yeah. but um, the the different stunts they have throughout the film are just insane. Yeah. Um, and I, I love the interactions with the characters so much. Um, they bring back some characters from previous films. Um, they introduce Scott Eastwood in this one as oh. it's almost like a replacement for. Um, Paul Walker, okay. who is deceased now, and yeah. his character kind of rode off into the literal sunset. Yeah. Well, not into the literal <laughs> sunset. He'd, he'd be caught on fire. But um, the... That's a good term. Yeah. Um, the kind of overall uh, introduction of that character, I guess, kind of takes his place, but not in a good way. I didn't really care for... Actually, I've, I've never really seen Scott Eastwood in anything I've cared for, to be I'm honest. I'm trying to think, yeah, of anything that I really liked him in or whatever, but... Yeah, there's not, not a whole lot that I've seen him in. 
Um, but I know that I've not really enjoyed it <laughs> that much. Um, he's just kind of so like... So how is he in this, then? Um, he's kind of like a, a milk toast character that gets yeah. beat up a little bit by everybody, uh-huh. uh, for the most part, both uh, physically and emotionally abused, <laughs> uh, abused by the cast. He's like the, the punching bag of everybody. Yeah, yeah, pretty much. Uh, but then by the end, he, uh, he, I guess, is part of the team. I don't know. Mm-hmm. I I really don't care if he comes back or not, but yeah. as long as uh, Tyrese and Ludacris come back, that's really all I care about. Yeah. Um, they're the most fun to watch. Um, I guess they're talking about the The Rock and Jason Statham going from this film to spin off their own mm. film or yeah. maybe film series from yeah. here to, I guess, keep the franchise going after they uh-huh. do 9 and 10. But um, Yeah, I'm sure there's going to be lots of spin-offs uh, yeah, coming down the I'm pipe. I'm sure, yeah. I'm sure. Um, yeah. I don't know where I'm going. <laughs> but, um, well, I looked up Scott Eastwood, and he was in Suicide Squad, so... That's, that's a, what it was. That's, a that's good, what it was. That's yeah. a good follow-up. Okay, no, I'm done. You're dead to me, Scott Eastwood. I see I blocked that movie out. I forgot he was in that. Yeah, he was in a, like I didn't a, know a he training was. sequence. He's yeah. not, like, in a big part of the movie. He was um, in Fury as well, so maybe that's why David Ayer brought it back for Suicide Squad okay. or something. So, yeah. yeah, yeah, that would make sense. But, yeah, um, and then The Longest Ride, which was our favorite movie of 2015... <laughs> but yeah so uh, maybe it's not against Scott Eastwood then maybe he, he's just it's a payday yeah. for him on I mean, Suicide yeah. Squad maybe in this movie I don't yeah. know um, maybe <laughs> he'll be better back. after the next one yeah I don't know not yeah. for you yeah no, not, not for you not me not me <laughs> um, did you have anything else that, no. that you watched okay That's all um, I got. I've got I've got two more cool Go for um, it. we also watched Kingsman The Secret Service which I'd never seen before oh awesome um, and I know that the sequel comes out later this month, uh-huh. I think, or maybe next month, uh, sometime this year. Yeah. And um, yeah. we, we sat down to watch it. It took a little bit of convincing for, for Brandy, but she uh-huh. was like, okay, I'll, I'll, I'll watch it. And we watched it at dinner, and she loved it. Oh, the end awesome. Of it. So it was, it was great. I, I did, too. Amanda's still never seen it, so I'm, I'm glad that, that'll help uh, me convince her to watch it, because yeah. I think it's great. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's, it's a lot of fun. Yeah, like, super fun. It's a, a spy movie, but not like an English spy movie. It's yeah. like an American spy movie that takes place in England. That's a good way to put that. Yeah. Yeah. Um, it's directed by Matthew Vaughn, who directed First Class. He directed at least the first Kick-Ass movie. I don't know if he did the second one yeah. or not. Um, but it's his a, a really dynamic sense of action. The the action in this, as I was watching it, I was like, oh, he would be great for an X-Men movie. And then I was like, oh, yeah, he did one. <laughs> yeah. So already done and done. But um, That's funny. Th- does it say which one he did? He did, uh, yeah, so he did First Class, and then he... Um, wrote he was a writer on um, Days of Future Past uh, for X-Men okay but then he produced he directed Kick-Ass and then produced Kick-Ass 2 okay so he directed wrote and produced Kick-Ass so he was a big part of that okay but, gotcha but yeah he's I like him um, yeah and then he's doing uh, he's doing the sequel the too, sequel right? like, yeah, yeah Kingsman uh, the Golden Circle that's coming out soon so the um, the way the the actors were cast like anytime I see Mark Strong in a movie I'm mm-hmm. like oh he's gonna be a villain yeah but <laughs> He's not. He's not, he's not yeah. in this movie. Uh, I kept waiting for that twist. Uh-huh. Um, but yeah, the the movie overall had a lot of surprises. It's been such a long time since I had seen the trailer or heard, oh, heard yeah. anything about That's the original, fun. you know? So um, there was a lot of surprises. I, f- I forgot a lot of the stuff that was like the action sequences that were in the trailer as well. Mm-hmm. So I just kind of oh, let the movie great. play out. Yeah. And I'd heard nothing but good things about it. So oh, man, um, that, that makes me really happy. I want to go back and watch it again. I, I thought about buying it because every time I do watch it, I'm like, this movie's awesome. Yeah, yeah. Uh, and I'm super pumped for the new one. But uh, 
Yeah, I thought Taron Egerton, he was the, yeah. the main kid. I thought he was great. Eggsy? Yeah. Yeah, Eggsy, yeah. yeah. And uh, all the different things that I like. He's like this, like the streetwise kid, and it's like kind of like the fish out of water when he goes with like yeah. the elite kids that he's like in with to try to get the role or whatever. Mm-hmm. And uh, how he'll like figure things out because he just knows street smarts or whatever, yeah. and he's been into things. Uh, so yeah, I like, I like the way they play with different um, conventions of people and, and all that, kind of throw them in that mix. But uh, yeah, it's... It, it's funny because it's it's kind of like a an old school James Bond movie in the fact that it's like cheesy like they but they it's like knowingly cheesy it's like they're mm-hmm. in on a joke um, they do like a lot of more like gadgets and stuff like that it's like the old school like suave Bond type yeah. of stuff but super super violent <laughs> yes incredibly violent <laughs> yeah um, and the, it works really well the lady uh, Mrs Scissor Legs or whatever her yeah. name is she she cuts the uh... it's a lady I'd like to meet. <laughs> <laughs> Different type of scissoring there. Um, the uh, she she cuts somebody in half, like right down from like oh, the top yeah. of the skull down to their nuts, I guess. Yeah. And uh, no messing around. It, yeah, d- the way it like slides uh-huh. apart, um, it was it was pretty insane. Yeah, but yeah, it, it, excessively cool. violent, but in the best possible yeah. way. Like it's so <laughs> smartly done, and the the action that um, Colin Firth does in it oh like, yeah nobody would have thought he would have right? been a good action star but he Seriously. is incredible he's like, incredible i'm sure it's like a combination of him and his like stunt person uh-huh. you know, yeah, his stunt uh, double but um the way it's it's shot and you know pieced together and everything yeah. it just looks so good like when he's in that church fighting, uh-huh. <laughs> fighting all of those people yeah. that's how i feel when i go to a church <laughs> but um the the uh the the action in it kind of made me think of x-men but also the fact that it at a certain point he's um the the Kingsman mm-hmm. that actual like service they're actually auditioning for new um, new recruits and mm-hmm. there are a bunch of teenagers there yeah and um, the the different tasks or the the tests they have to go yeah. through to to try to get to the next level and to compete for that last sacred spot was mm-hmm. was pretty cool and spoiler alert uh, actually doesn't even get it it goes to yeah. the girl in there and I was like as I was watching the movie unfold i knew that he was the the lead actor i uh, turn is it egerton egerton yeah was that why they call him eggsy i don't that's what's funny when you said that i was like oh yeah that's right but yeah i don't i don't think that was i didn't, meant to be, I didn't I it together until just this moment <laughs> yeah um he i i know that he's the lead of the movie but the girl he he's with and, and training with they've mm-hmm. been friends kind of like from the moment they got to that that recruitment spot um I figured that he was going to take it. I was like, oh, that's that's weird that they would like yeah. let, let a girl get that far, but he has to take over. But that's not the case. She actually becomes the next, I think, Lancelot. And mm-hmm. he eventually has to take the role later yeah. down the road or whatever. Um, I thought that was a cool twist. Yeah. Um, and it was cool. Because she definitely he, deserved it. Yeah. yeah. I, I like the whole storyline about how he lost it, basically, because they have those, those uh, dogs that they're raising. <sighs> Or whatever, and he he can't like they then they make him like pull the trigger, and he can't do it. Yeah, and they're like it's blanks, like it was just yeah. like a test, or whatever. Yeah. And I'm like, I like that his character stuck with that. Yeah, and uh, and then later it comes back into the fold and everything like that. So yeah, it did, uh, all of it was like really well done because they could have just made him go on or whatever, but yeah, they they did a really good job with the script, I think too. I have a theory that Brandy didn't actually like the movie until a pug was on screen, <laughs> and then she was like, oh, it's a pug. She wants a pug so bad, but. Um, yeah, when it when it got to the point where he had to pull the trigger on that dog, I was like, "Don't do it, man." Yeah, like I I wouldn't be able to do it. Oh yeah, but that's I, I was like I totally with him. So yeah, <laughs> I get it. Um, and then you hear the gunshot from the girl, uh-huh. um, and you're like, "Oh shit!" That the poor poodle or whatever she yeah. had. Um, and 
yeah, it was it was just so well done. Yeah, and I'm glad like, you liked it, man. The, the way the the movie closes out with him like going to bang that hot like oh, yeah. um, <laughs> like Swedish prime minister uh-huh. or whatever it is like that's that's just where the movie ends. Yeah, he, like takes champagne glasses in there and oh yeah, he grabs his, yeah. yeah. Um, but yeah, I'm, I'm really looking forward to it. Oh, and I forgot the, the best part for me is Samuel L. Jackson is my favorite actor mm-hmm. and he was in this and he talks with a lisp the whole time and he's yeah. kind of a, um, he wants to take over the world in a way, <laughs> but also like it's partially due to global warming. So mm-hmm. kind of give him a little bit of leeway on it. It's yeah. just, it's not a conventional role of a, yeah. uh, like a super villain type character. Or yeah. Whatever, and he dresses you know. like a young hip hop yeah, he dresses like Russell Simmons. Yeah, yeah, that's, yeah. Uh, I mean, yeah, I just did like just Russell Simmons. <laughs> um, but yeah, I love it, and uh, I, I'm looking forward to the next movie. And evidently, Colin Firth comes back in yeah. some way, shape, or form. So. Yeah, because uh, they've even shown it in the trailer, so it's not even a secret or whatever. Yeah. But um, I had heard about it initially like that. But uh, yeah, that's awesome. I'm like, whatever. Yeah, I'm cool with whatever. I'm sure, it'll do something. It'll work out. Um, so the final movie that I watched over the Labor Day weekend was something I've been wanting to discuss with you, um, which is Star Wars Rogue One. I watched oh. it on net. I watched it on Netflix. Uh-huh. Um, I didn't get to go see it in theaters, and um, I'd been waiting for it to come out on Netflix, and I finally watched it. So again, you've only like you've seen the the old ones at all? Yes, I've seen I've seen all of the the Star Wars movies at okay. this point. Um, I'm not. As into them as most people yeah. um, that are uh, nerdy like me. Yeah. <laughs> you know, I'm, yeah. I'm, I'm a superhero guy, not into like cosmic sci fi. Yeah. Um, there's like spaceships and alien races involved. Yeah. For some reason, it just doesn't click with me yeah. for the most part. Except for, uh, I'm seeing it Rogue One again, but except for Force Awakens. Force Awakens, right. I love. That was like the one yeah. that kind of clicked yeah. with you it, or whatever. It, it clicked with me. Which there. is awesome. Yeah. So I was like, after okay, seeing, okay. yeah, I'm glad you brought that up because after I saw The Force Awakens, I was like, maybe I'm a Star Wars guy. Maybe, you know, I get yeah. it. So I watched Rogue One. I was I was looking forward to it. I know that Alan Tudyk was um, he's playing K two S O, which is the robot. I like Alan Tudyk in yeah. almost everything. Um, he's King Candy in Wreck It Ralph, and oh, okay, yeah. um, I, I love the voice that he does in there. Uh-huh. So I give him a pass on everything, uh, including this movie because I didn't love this movie. I, yeah, it seemed um, like you were going that way. Yeah, yeah. I uh, I didn't hate it. It just mm-hmm. didn't captivate me. I don't I'm, know if it's I'm with you there for sure. If it was just too closely tied to the originals or mm-hmm. I don't know I, I I don't know any of the characters names really besides K2SO and Jen Erso yeah um, good point there's there's yeah, more people there there's more that's all uh, I got yeah <laughs> I'm trying to think of them now Saw Guerrero I think yeah. is Forrest Whitaker yeah um, but yeah I didn't I didn't have any connection to this I don't, movie at all I didn't feel yeah I didn't feel an emotional connection to mm-hmm. any of the characters um, mm-hmm. I thought she was okay yeah. Uh, as the lead, but um, she is like not an emotionally like uh, expressive person, like an actress. Mm-hmm. Um, I didn't, I didn't really care for her character that much. Whatever, yeah. I didn't really, like side with her necessarily. Yeah, uh, yeah. So it, it to me like it was, it was okay. Um, we were talking earlier today uh, before the podcast about reshoots and stuff, and, and this movie changed a lot. And I, it seems like from what people have said, it changed for the better. Mm-hmm. But I'm still like, it was all just kind of lackluster for me. Uh, my main thing that I, I equated it to was not the movie, but the comic book. When I first, one of the very first comic books that I bought was Wolverine Origin or oh, Origins, yeah. whatever, mm-hmm. where it just shows like his backstory. And the second I read it, I was like, oh man, I didn't need this. Right. I didn't that, want that's this. That's what a lot of uh, yeah. uh, fans said as and well. Then, yeah, that's yeah. what I heard about that as well. But this one, to me, I was like, oh, I didn't need to know this story. Yeah. Basically, this movie is, is the, you know, uh, text crawl 
of A New Hope. Mm-hmm. And I was like, you know what? I was good with that text crawl. Yeah. I got it. Yeah. <laughs> and it's unfortunate. I, I was I had heard that this movie is supposed to be more like a war movie um, for the first yes. like Star Wars mm-hmm. instead of just like a sci-fi. And I do think they got part of that um, in there, but it still didn't really look like a war movie to me necessarily. Mm-hmm. And then I heard it was like a heist movie, and I was like, that's cool. Ooh. But it didn't really yeah. fit that well to me for like a heist movie. Like it didn't yeah. do either of those that well. It was a mediocre Star Wars movie that I'm cool with, but I don't really like. I ha- I own it. My dad gave me a copy of it because he yeah. had a digital copy, and, and I have that. But I've never watched it at home. I watched it one time in the theater. And that was it. <laughs> that was it. That's so, all yeah. I needed. So I'm kind of with you on there. Yeah. I uh, eventually I want to go back and rewatch like all the Star Wars in like sequential order, mm-hmm. even the the uh, prequels. The what? Um, yeah. Prequels. You know, let's just skip it. So uh, maybe I'll start with Rogue One and then move forward from there just yeah. to kind of get the whole um, chronology yeah. in order for me. Um, just Because Star Wars is something that I try to check in on every once in a while yeah. to see if my tastes have changed. Because it's something that like I'm just a fan of fandom in mm-hmm. general. So I've got a lot of friends that are into Star Wars like you and my friend Ross and um, some uh, the Hideous Energy guys. Yeah, cool. Um, and it's something I'd like to be knowledgeable of, but it's not, I, I, for whatever reason, it, it just doesn't click with me for whatever yeah. reason. Except for That's Force fine, Awakens, yeah. like I said. I'm really looking forward to that sequel. Yeah, um, The Last Jedi. Yeah. So I think, like, yeah, if you stuck to, like, the the new ones, mm-hmm. um, like, maybe the original trilogy and the new trilogy, um, that's, again, like, what my boss, who's a big Star Wars fan as well, but um, herself, but she doesn't care for, like, Rogue One and then, mm-hmm. um, like, the Han Solo movie and stuff coming out, like... She doesn't care for all the spinoffs they're doing. She just like likes like the main series. So maybe that's what's you know it for you. Like um, I think it'll be a, a cool, a weird but cool thing to check out the Han Solo movie because of the weird uh, production it's had and the new director and everything yeah. with Ron Howard. But um, but I'm I'm almost like less looking forward to it now because of all that. Um, but like the Last Jedi, I'm super looking forward to. Yeah. And I I hope and I, I like Ryan Johnson a lot. I think he'll do a really good job as mm-hmm. like a, a follow up to to JJ uh, JJ's movie and everything. So. Um, so yeah, maybe that's maybe that's what you kind of need as well. So, how do you feel about the um, not the prequels, but the side stories, the Star Wars tales, the, the Ewok in, in general special? <laughs> <laughs> Everybody loves that. Everybody loves it. Yeah, um, yeah. I mean, like, I, I like the idea of it. Um, uh, I was glad that recently they had announced they were finally going to go through with an Obi Wan Kenobi one. Because um, okay. they had talked, like, you and McGregor has basically been like, I would love to come back for this role. Oh, yeah, yeah. I don't know that they haven't said that they'll bring him back, but mm-hmm. I think, like, with the prequels and since it's all canon, it seems they, like they would. They brought Jimmy Smith back for this. Yeah. I remember seeing yeah. him in, in the. Um, yeah, so that makes sense. So, yeah. like, I, I hope they're going with that. And he's said for years that he wants to do it. So I'm really excited for that. The, the young Han Solo stuff sounds cool to me on some fronts and some mm-hmm. not. I was really pumped about it with the directors they had um, who did, like, the Lego movie and 21 Jump Street and stuff. Oh, uh, uh, Phil. It was like the Lord and Chris Miller. Yeah, Chris Miller. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but then when all this stuff changed and they got um, fired from it, and then I, I <laughs> yeah. love Ron Howard and I love his movies. I'm a huge Ron Howard fan actually. But um, but then this whole change is just like going to be really weird and yeah. and they're doing a lot of reshoots as well. That um, you know it seems like extensive. Like uh, I was mm-hmm. telling you earlier, I'd heard that they're like changing characters and stuff and like casting new people still. Yeah. So it just seems kind of weird. But um, but overall, I, I like the idea of it. Um, I think they're kind of fun side stories. But since we've only had Rogue One, I thought it was kind of just mediocre yeah i'm kind of cool on the rest of them and mainly on the main series so i think for rogue one for me anyway the idea that any of the characters would survive this movie yeah. was like never an option yeah you know because if they were that popular how would they bring them back yeah like because they've known about them already this, this movie like butts up they they 
talked about it before the movie came out that this movie butts up yeah. to the beginning of like episode four, movie. right? Yeah. So um, there's there's not really any room for anyone yeah. to survive and you know kind of reading between the lines, you kind of figure that out and yeah. And once K two uh, S O died, I was mm-hmm. just like kind of mentally checked out because yeah. that was the only part. It was the only like humorous light part of the movie. Really, they mm-hmm. tried to um, I think have that a little bit with uh, oh my gosh the uh, the blind guy. Um, oh yeah, and he was cool, but I don't. Yeah, yeah I wasn't really like it. The emotionally the, attached to him either. The way that he uh, kept repeating that mantra. It, oh yeah, it seemed like I could tell. It seemed like he was acting right there, mm-hmm. and it took me out of the movie a little bit, I guess. It's like, yeah, I liked, like, everybody was, like, excited for him for his just martial arts skills, basically, and yeah. that's what I liked about it, too, but... Yeah, yeah, I, 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 I like the, the action, yeah. Yeah. Uh, I don't even know his name, yep. you know? Don't know most of them. Call me Carrie Underwood. <laughs> I don't even know his last name. Uh, the... I do it all the time. <laughs> um. But uh, overall, yeah, I'm looking forward to the, I guess, the ongoing episodes, but... Yeah. Uh, the, this particular movie wasn't for me, so, so maybe, maybe the next yeah. one will. Two last things I'll say about that movie, though, is uh, we have talked recently about um, like Guardi- Guardians of the Galaxy 2 and mm-hmm. Kurt Russell's um, de-aging facial oh, yeah. you know, oh. uh, CGI stuff, which was so cool. I know where you're going. <laughs> so I thought that uh, uh, I can't remember, uh, Peter Cushing, they did for mm-hmm. like his entire character with this, and I, the whole time, he has that Uncanny Valley thing with yes, his eyes. very right? much so. It's so weird, and it just threw me out of the movie the second he walked on screen and he's in a like significant amount his like, way more than it needs to be more way more than yeah. i thought it was gonna be i thought yeah. it was just gonna be like one shot they um, were like we got this and it's like nope <laughs> i uh i heard a um a podcast review about rogue one i, I waited until i saw the movie before i listened to it yeah. but they were talking about the uh when they first saw it because he avoided all of the the oh, the, yeah. the main trailers he saw the original teaser but didn't realize peter cushing was going to be in it kind of um, yeah. When you first see, um, was it Moff Tarkington? Is that what it was? Grand Moff Tarkington. Grand, Grand Moff Tarkington. Yeah. Um, he, you see him in a reflection, and the uh-huh. CGI doesn't look too yeah. bad there, you know. But then it, <laughs> I remember purposely, that. he turns around. You see a close up of his face, yeah. and it's like, why? I why specifically would you do that? remember that, and I was like, oh, that looks pretty good. They should just leave it. Oh, and there he's. Oh, yeah. that's a face. <laughs> yeah, that's no, nope. not good. Yeah. Not good at all. Not good. Um, so yeah, that, that whole thing was weird that they yeah. kept coming back to it. Um, but he was in it way more than he needed to be. And yeah. Then, yeah. And then Carrie Fisher at the end though, um, I don't know if it was like great, but it's at least like small, you know what I mean? Like, yeah. and it's, uh, that whole scene at least it's funny because that, that whole scene where Darth Vader comes on the ship was a reshoot. Oh man. Yeah. Um, so that was all added afterwards. They weren't going to plan on that. And that's like, basically like that's the main part of that movie that I really liked. That was so it's good. so badass. Oh, my God. Because he, yeah. he um, uses, I guess, the Force, right? Because yeah. he's, even though he's Sith, he has the Force. Oh, yeah, he has, yeah. He can... Uh, the dark side of the Force. Yeah, yeah, he, like, really unleashes. He uses the Force to, like, pick people up. Yeah. And, like, I think he picks one guy up, and he lets him fall on his lightsaber. And oh, he cuts the guy in half or whatever. Yeah. It's been um, a while since I've seen it, but, yeah. The, uh, the, the action in that scene is, is almost worth the price of admission. Mm-hmm. Maybe, like, 30 minutes worth of admission. Yeah. Um, but... Yeah, the the Carrie Fisher thing for me, mm-hmm. it looks so plasticky. Yeah, I mean, um, I can get you with that. Yeah, yeah. The and I didn't understand <clears throat> when the the guy who finally delivered the um, the plans to her, uh-huh. as he handed them to her, he he said something I couldn't understand what he said, uh-huh. and then you see her. Uh, Zootopia version turned around. And <laughs> she, she's like hope. I was like, well, what did he say before that? So I I went. 10 seconds back or 15 seconds back on Netflix uh-huh. and I listened to him again I still couldn't understand him so I had to go back turn the captions <laughs> on and watch him and That's it, never a good he, sign. he says uh, something like 
what did they give us or whatever. But oh, his yeah. inflection is weird, and I, I didn't uh-huh. pick up on it. But um, yeah, that was yeah, it. So that's the whole idea that a new hope. Yeah. So it's like, oh, you guys. Yeah. So very fan servicey. <laughs> yeah. Um, and I, I wouldn't classify myself as a Star Wars yeah. fan, but maybe other people out there dug yeah. it. I don't know. Um, I heard back and forth from fans that that was like it's definitely fan servicey, but some people liked it, and some people didn't like yeah. the Darth Vader and everything, but. I, I equated it to, uh, uh, I'll mention that they actually exist, the prequels, with when Yoda um, goes like crazy with the lightsaber and mm-hmm. stuff, and it was like really cool at the time. When I look back on it now, I think it's kind of cheesy because he's, it still doesn't seem kind of fitting with his character and stuff. Yeah. That like, he would be that active, and then like 30 years later, he would be like <laughs> a decrepit old man yeah. when he's like 900 years old. Yeah. But, uh, so it didn't really fit, but it was still like, that was really cool. I remember like being in the theater at episode two, Attack of the Clones, and watching him fight uh, Dooku in the cave and it was like oh my god this is so badass and Yoda's just like flying everywhere and like yeah. jumping everywhere and doing these flips I quit it to that so maybe like over time I might not like this one too but I still liked it like it was still cool to see Darth Vader like just go fucking badass yeah. and like really like earn that title that we all know about him yes yeah. but we haven't seen a lot of that so um, yeah. it was kind of cool but definitely for Ancestry and I, I dug it but I'm not, I still don't even watch that part a lot I mean, <laughs> right. you know. and you own it yeah. and I own it yeah so yeah it's like 90 seconds worth of yeah. badassery yeah. in a 90 minute or 120 yeah. minute movie yeah exactly it's, it's a lot to sit through but uh, um, yeah. but uh, yeah good job on the diverse cast I guess so yeah. keep I mean, that part of cool it, up. it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> for sure all right, so now we'll uh, jump over to uh, talking about the movie It, and this first portion is going to be spoiler-free, so if you haven't seen the movie yet, we're going to do our best to make sure there aren't any spoilers here, uh, and we'll let you know whenever we get into the spoiler talk, so you can go ahead and stop it, um, and then save the podcast till you see the movie, come back, and then uh, check out the rest of it. Yep. Um, so, Stephen, do you want to sure. start it off on, uh, on the movie? I loved it. So much. I was. I had a great time. Um, I thought it was. It was really, really well done. I. I had heard great things, um, but I was still kind of. You know, I. I I went in with great, like high expectations, but uh, they were all pretty much met um, overall. And uh, yeah, I think they. They did great casting, great writing, like story, all of it. Like it it really worked. Um, I don't really remember the old. Uh, I've never read the book, and I don't really remember the old uh, TV movie that well. I've watched it mm-hmm. a few times, but um, I remember it being really cheesy and not that great. And uh, man, they uh, to me they knocked this out of the park, especially for, like a Stephen King thing, yeah. which a lot of his stuff just doesn't get made that well. Like um, there's like Shawshank and stuff that's like his short stories, but his like horror stuff usually is like kind of cheesy, bad quality movies. And uh, I'm glad for this. So yeah, I dug it, man. When you hear about reboots of movies or other properties or whatever, or hey, they're gonna remake this thing. Um, Sometimes you're like, why? Yeah. This is why. Because yeah. <laughs> I also love yeah. the movie. Um, and the, awesome. the I, I guess it's not a fair comparison since the other one was a made-for-TV movie yeah. that was in two parts on ABC. Yeah. <laughs> based yeah. off of a horror movie where stuff gets pretty or dark. Horror, horror but, book, yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah, horror book, sorry. Um, but, uh, yeah, they definitely earned their R rating yeah. on this, I'll say. Um, and, oh, yeah, for sure. Uh, the, the, <laughs> the, word, shit. the word fuck is used quite a bit uh, by, by these children. Yep. Um, and there's um, a lot of, you know, I, I barely remember the, the movie when I was younger because it just freaked me out so much. Mm-hmm. My mom had the book that had the um, the made-for-TV movie cover on oh, it yeah. where it had... Uh, 
Tim Curry. Uh, Tim Curry as yeah. Pennywise on the front of it, and she had it in like a uh, a little like book stack over on yeah. the side of the couch, and I was like, yeah, I'm not even trying to look at that. I would go flip it over <laughs> and to look at it. Because um, who wants to look at that? He's always following me with his eyes. <laughs> That's but, terrifying. But um, as I've gotten older and gone back and seen like, <laughs> especially some of the memes that they make uh, with, uh, with Tim Curry's version of Pennywise, it's easy to not find that frightening yeah. and, and whatnot, but the... Uh, the way they've allowed Bill Skarsgård to create his version of Pennywise, yeah. I think they did it. He specifically did an excellent job of kind of making the role his own. Mm-hmm. And um, uh, I don't want to spoil anything, but I know. Uh, <laughs> I keep the, trying to think, like, oh, I'll see this. <laughs> no, I can't. Um, his, uh, uh, his version of Pennywise, or the movie's version of Pennywise, yeah. I guess more accurate, is. <clears throat> Um, I guess more consistent with how the novel is portrayed. Mm-hmm. I've never read the novel, but from what I've heard of it, sure. the there were some um, some special effects and uh, makeup limitations mm-hmm. in the TV series that were not a limitation for the actual film yeah. that was released uh, this weekend. Yeah, um, <clears throat> and uh, yeah, overall, I just I loved it. Like you were saying, I loved the the cast. The uh, was it the Losers Club? Uh-huh. Is that what it was? Um, all of those kids oh were gosh. excellent. Uh, Every single one of them the, was uh, great for their role. Oh, uh, what's the, uh, the, the pudgy kid's name is, uh, I think Ben, ben I want to say. Yeah. Um, that he kid is great. an excellent actor. When, <laughs> he was great. Like all, all of the other kids, um, in that movie, they're kind of a, a, a set of friends that already exist or know of each other. Mm-hmm. But when he came on screen, Man, it, you could tell this kid is going to be an incredible actor yeah. once he gets older. I, I hope he sticks with it. Hopefully, he doesn't yeah. like, become a burnout or whatever. I know. Yeah, he was but, great. Uh, yeah, he was. He was incredible. Um, and all of them were. But yeah, I also. I'm glad you mentioned that because I also was like, man, this kid. I like this kid. <laughs> yeah, 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 he's good. Um, I don't remember any of the kids from the the movie. R- literally, the only thing I remember from the original like TV movie is the um, Tim Curry showing up in that drain and. Mm-hmm. Uh, we all flow down here, Georgie. Yeah. All of that stuff. Um, but otherwise, I don't remember any of the kids, any of their personalities or anything like that. So I don't know how consistent they are with either the TV movie or the novel. Yeah. But <clears throat> as the movie goes on, they each kind of have their own thing. You kind of figure out what or how they might differentiate from each other personality-wise versus um, whatever phobias or fears they might yeah. have, which plays into the movie coming back towards the end of it. Mm-hmm. Um but, yeah, I thought they did a, a great job on that, um, especially fitting it all into, like, a two-hour movie, mm-hmm. making, yeah. each, making you care about each of those individual kids. Yeah. There's a, a cast mm-hmm. of seven kids in the Losers Club, yeah. so that's, uh, that's a lot. That's a lot to fit in. Yeah. Yeah, but they, they did a good job. They, they all have their unique personalities and, and, like you said, like, fears and phobias and stuff, and, uh, man, they fleshed all of them out, like, every single did, one. Yeah. Like, it, some of them not as much as others, but... Um, uh, even like little bits like you might get in the beginning or whatever and not, not so much later on but man they, they really spent time to make sure to write those kids as like real three dimensional characters and stuff real people yeah. and uh, yeah the, the way that they fit together and their, their banter and stuff was fantastic um, it, it made me think uh, without spoiling again too much you know of anything but um, that they do cuss and they do joke around they do a lot of dick jokes and stuff like that and, <laughs> and it, it was a lot funnier than I expected it to oh be oh my god it, yeah, right? we yeah. talked about that like yeah. we are cracking up you and i were both cracking up together man <laughs> there were so there were a couple of times that i actually had to lean forward in my seat <laughs> like i was laughing so hard yeah but uh i it's like i mentioned the other week when i was talking about monster squad and i was like they don't make movies like this anymore where kids can be kids and they, yeah. they're gonna they're gonna say fuck and they're gonna joke around and stuff and 
And um, and I like that. I was like, man, they just don't allow them to do that anymore. And then here you go. Yeah. Like you kind of get that with uh, with Stranger Things. And uh, one of the kids from Stranger Things was also in this. Yes. Yeah. And uh, he's also great. But uh, you don't get that a whole lot with that either because they it's even though it's Netflix, they still kind of you know keep it a little toned down for for language mm-hmm. and whatever. Um, but this man, they just let them rip, and uh, it was great. It was great yeah. to see it again and just kind of be like, I, I mean, I didn't necessarily maybe. Uh, cussed that much when I was a kid I was kind of a goody goody honestly but uh but it was it's it does feel natural it feels real for for kids and that they're gonna kind of mess around with their friends this way and, and uh so yeah it was a breath of fresh air almost you know for 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 now it made me feel like an old like it takes place in 88 and 89 yeah. and it feels like an 80s movie in that sense that it's like a movie that would have been made then that they would have allowed that um kind of like the kids to to do that so and yeah well cool. I, and this is also not really a spoiler um but the the music that's used in the, uh, in the movie is not something that I would associate with with a horror movie yeah. like this. Like when they announced it, I would not have guessed um, the featured music in there to be by um, New Kids on the Block yeah. and uh, <laughs> Young MC. Um, so uh, it's it's definitely something where they you can tell they had a good time making this yeah. movie, um, and there's a lot of heart to this movie, mm-hmm. and the. I guess the, the heart kind of helps balances the, the horror out, really. Yeah. Um, oh, yeah. It makes the, the horror that much more terrifying yeah. whenever you see but it. But it's not, in like some ways, it's like other movies will do like, it's like the levity. Like um, this one, they, they have those jokes kind of amongst the moments of scariness, but um, it just makes it all feel more natural in this movie, I would say. Yeah. Like it doesn't, it's not like they're trying to take away and not make it scary and then they scare you. Yeah. It's more like they're just naturally like, this is how they talk to each other and it's kind of in those moments. And then uh, they let the scary moments play out, though. Like they mm-hmm. let them be scary. So I like that a lot. You just kind of get the balance overall. Yeah, so, yeah, yeah. Um, there were. <laughs> I'm trying to figure out how to uh, say this without uh, spoiling <laughs> anything, but um, this is tough for us. It, it kind <laughs> of seeing the movie um, because we just saw it in 2D. Uh, parts of it made me wonder what it would look like in 3D. Uh, um, yeah. if you understand. Yeah. Um, the I had the same thought for a few of the few of the moments. Few of the shots. Mm-hmm. Um, the. I, I want to see the kind of behind the scenes special effects mm-hmm. thing sure. for it. Um, totally. To to figure out how they they did some of those yeah. shots because um, I know, I know part of it's CGI, but some of it also seems like it's um, kind of um, they've altered a physical performance mm-hmm. in some yeah. way. Um, but but yeah, I mean, it, it, like from beginning to end, I was I was in like yeah. I was down for the the whole journey, yeah. and I was constantly just wanting to see what happens next. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't really feel there was any real lag in the story. No, um, definitely keeps going. Yeah, it it goes at a, a a brisk pace, but you also by the end of it, you feel like you've seen something that's been worthwhile. Yeah, you know, it, it was like kind of a, eating a, a nice hearty meal. Yeah. You know, you, you got something really good out of yeah, it. Yeah, for sure. The end. No, I totally agree. And, and speaking of the ending, uh, again, not to spoil anything, but just uh, one of the things like my dad, who went to see with us again, um, he, he didn't like the, the Lord of the Rings movies. Uh, he liked them, but he I remember going to see like the Two Towers with him or maybe Fellowship of the Ring. Too soon. <laughs> and when it ended, like those movies like really end kind of like a like an ellipsis. It's like a dot, dot, dot. Like mm-hmm. there'll be more story. Uh, this one does like end though. Like it, yes. um, there yeah. is going to be a sequel they're planning on and it does like... Uh, go as adults, whatever, like t- uh, 27 years later. Yeah, it's, it's, they'll come back. Yeah, it's how they, the TV movie. Yeah, ended. yeah. yeah. Um, so you know they're going to do that, but it it still is like its own movie. Like on the way home, when I was talking to my dad about it, when he thought about it, he was like, I'm not even sure that I want to see a sequel to it. Like it was just, 
it's hard to like top that cast of those kids. It's hard yeah. to imagine them as adults, some, some of them, uh, like what they could, could do. Um, but uh, but it's, I, I think he liked it because it actually still ended uh, in this yeah. film. So I really liked that they did that instead of just dragging it on. So, yeah, it's a it's a kind of a natural endpoint for that yeah. movie. Yeah. Um, since that's how the I guess the book was written. Yeah. Um, no, after I came home last night, I was uh, on YouTube, kind of looking up it because I'm not going to read about it. I'm not a reader. You know? <laughs> Unless it has pictures, There's I'm no not going to read about it. It's a big ass. Am I a loser? <laughs> so um, I I looked up the kind of comparisons to the from the novel to the original TV miniseries, and they like got into some like crazy shit that's in the novel oh, yeah. that happens when they're adults and uh-huh. how uh, shit goes down. But um, I don't know that they're going to get that fantastic with the uh-huh. the story. I'm kind of wondering, yeah, what they'll do next. Yeah. Um, I hope they keep it as realistic as they can with a, like, killer clown yeah. uh, monster. Um, <laughs> yeah. But I don't know. I, I would definitely be down to going to see the, the next yeah. the next chapter of this I this film. I honestly wish, and it, it feels like they would have done a more um, cliffhanger ending if they had been filming the next one. But I, I wish they'd already been started filming it because I want to see it as soon as possible. But I'm like, they're just still like writing it, I guess, or whatever. So yeah, I looked it up on Wikipedia last yeah. night, and I I became offended that they had not already started reproduction. <laughs> That's I'm like, have you learned nothing from uh, Marvel's Infinity War? Yeah, you filmed them back to back, back to back, man. Come on, man. Yeah. So was, I, maybe it's good. Maybe we'll have to wait. Maybe I don't know good, if they're but... they're hedging their bets on yeah. on this or what, but um, and they probably should have because of other ways like reboots have been working out and not being great. But this movie has gotten so much buzz. And uh, this weekend, it's like breaking rock, box office records, like left and right. So yeah. uh, maybe they were like going into that thinking like we don't really know, but they should have, <laughs> should have done it because it's it's taken off. Man. Yes, so yeah. I don't want to have to wait it. like two years yeah. to see these. I know. I was like, like, man, now it's like 2019. I hope not. I yeah. don't know. I don't know when they're planning on it. But. What do you think about this movie coming out in September versus October, which is traditionally like a Halloween uh, yeah. horror movie type of? That's thing. a good is point. That... Um, I hadn't thought about it before, but. Uh, I, it's weird with with release weight uh, uh, windows and stuff because um, especially now when they're like shortening things, so it's like for one, I, I always think about like if you release a movie like a horror movie in October, um, you won't really be able to watch it as a like to me. I watch a lot of horror movies in October, so like mm-hmm. then I'll have to wait a whole another year to really like get back into it. Like this movie is mm-hmm. just a good movie overall, like oh, horror yes, yeah. regardless, right? Um, so I'll probably watch it again anyway, but. Um, Sometimes I'm like, well, you know, if this was released in the summer, then it would have come out on video and I could have watched that for Halloween, yeah. right? Um, so, like, coming out now, um, it is kind of weird, just like one month before, it's obviously not going to be on video like right. next month or whatever, but if it had come out in October, I don't know that I necessarily would have um, cared any more. I do think it probably, like, yeah, it kind of fits, makes sense, mm-hmm. but uh, it doesn't really bother me or anything like that, you know? Yeah, it doesn't bother me either. Matter of fact, I think it might be smart on the mm-hmm. studio's side of things for uh, New Line Cinema to release this movie in September um, maybe if it gets a big enough draw, yeah. it will be able to sustain through October. Yeah. Maybe oh, even yeah. have a resurgence in October because yeah. this is a movie I would definitely go back to the theater and see. Again, like yeah. I'd like to see this in 3D just oh, to yeah. see some of that, that stuff they've got um, for the um There's some specific things, yeah, we can talk about in the spoiler section uh, yeah. that I was like, uh, I want to see that movie. <laughs> <laughs> Normally I'm kind of like, Kind of hit or miss yeah. on some some three D. Um, I like to go see the Marvel movies in mm. in three D just just so I have that experience at least yeah. once. Um, but uh, on that note, do you see them? Uh, which way do you see them first? Do you, uh, I do left eye for one viewing, absolutely and right eye for the next one. Me too, man. Say right. <laughs> <laughs> um, no, I go. Um, 
what? Why like, are you asking? <laughs> <laughs> like, do you go see the 2D version first? Like, kind of like, with, oh, yeah. to me, it's like, uh, I, I prefer 2D. I used to really like 3D, but I've kind of gotten over it. And so, mm-hmm. like, to me, I, 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 I'm also curious about some 3D shots, but I would go see movies in 2D first. Oh, I and then see. I might go back and watch them in 3D to see what it's like. Oh, okay. Do you, do you watch them in 3D first so or whatever? So normally when we go see movies, we just go see them once in the theater. Yeah. So I'll go see those in, in 3D. Like the okay. like I said, the, the MCU movies I'll go see in mm-hmm. 3D. And then when they come out in Blu-ray, then I'll watch them in 2D. Okay. And then that's just how the movie exists from that yeah. point forward. Um, the, the 3D, unless it's like super like spectacular, I typically don't remember it. Yeah. Um, because it's just like extraneous almost. Mm-hmm. But for this movie in particular, again, without spoilers, yeah. I think there's some stuff that could um, stick with you yeah. in a way. Yeah. Um, I, there's be- a few shots that was like, <laughs> That would be rough. That would be Maybe rough. Maybe I don't want to see this in 3D. <laughs> uh, even though my, uh, the adult side of my brain is telling me, obviously, this is just like special yeah. effects and everything. It's, but the, uh, yeah, it's kind of like, it's- do I want to go see this movie covered in spiders? I don't know. Maybe. <laughs> it's kind of that same thing. Like, I don't know. <laughs> um, yeah, so I think is there anything else you want to say before we get? I was going to say I have to get into spoilers soon because I can't take it anymore. <laughs> okay, all right. Uh, if if you are concerned about spoilers, this is your chance to turn this off, pause it, whatever you need to do, and then come back to it after you you see the movie. Ends. Yeah. So preferably uh, with new beer. Right. So <laughs> <laughs> way to do it. So, uh, Stephen, what do you have? Uh, so I have a Boulevard Wheat, um, and it says unfiltered beer. I, I feel like I've had a Boulevard Wheat before, and I'm not sure if this is a different style because the unfiltered is, like, really big on there. But uh, maybe it's just trying to say, like, what it is. But Is that, uh, like, a contamination warning? It might be. It kind of looks Should, like it, right? Shouldn't it be filtered? Oh, unfiltered. You think it would? <laughs> this water came from the sewers. <laughs> I think there's a cow hoof floating Ooh. in there. <laughs> yeah. I'm going to say this, came, this water came from the Barrows uh, from the movie when they go, uh, Check out the sewers, and it's the gray water. Gray water, yeah. That he mentions. God, I love that kid. <laughs> Boulevard wheat, mm-hmm. unfiltered beer. Yep, tasty. I mean, I'm already one beer in and a shot, so <laughs> right, yeah. it's all tasty, I suppose. But same here, same here. So, um, so my beer that I'm going to drink is uh, made by it looks like Founders. It's called Dirty Bastard. It's a Scotch style ale, which intrigued both of us when we were at the uh, the liquor store doing a, a pick six or putting that together. I'm not um, sure what that means, yeah. Yeah, I don't know what it means either. It's uh, it's weird. Uh, I don't know <laughs> if it's like a Scotch-style egg or a Scotch drink. Oh, yeah. Uh, but we'll uh, we'll try it. Wow. That has <laughs> a lot of flavor into it. Here, try this. Good? Yeah. Gonna you got to try it. Yeah. We'll try it. That's good. That's nice. That has a lot of flavor. It does. I'm not sure about that. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, we'll... It's uh, smooth. It has, like, chocolate notes to it to me. That's, okay. Like, I usually don't get that, but... Uh, but I totally can get it with this one, so... That's what I was thinking as well. It had, um, I guess, not really, um, like, a spice to it, but, yeah, no. something that's a, a, a bit more of a a, um, a fuller flavor a full, yeah, to Yeah, full, it. and it's, like, bitter. The wheat, I don't know, the, the bullet wheat I have is just kind of a standard wheat, it seems, but, but uh, yeah, that Dirty Bastard, I'm not sure about it. I feel like I, I used to have that, too, at Alamo, but um, I don't remember having it. I remember the name of it, but I don't remember the Scotch part of it, the Scotch-style ale or whatever, so. Intriguing. Um, good luck with that. <laughs> <laughs> do you want to trade? No, want, no, no, I'm good. I, I, I like it. We can get I'm two a... straws for mine. <laughs> <laughs> um, 
So, uh, so let's move on to the uh, the spoilers for it. So yes. um, we are. This is your final warning. We're going to get into spoilers. Final um, warning. <laughs> I'm going to uh, again tell you that this movie is definitely definitely worth seeing. So um, if you want to run out to the theaters yeah. and, and see it, go for it. If you want to wait till it comes out, save this podcast sure. and listen back to it because um, it's definitely something you should experience yeah. at one point or another. Yeah. So. Uh, Let's just jump into it, I guess. Um, that I don't even know where to start. I don't even know where to start. Everybody dies in the. Uh, I was gonna say that when you first said uh, <laughs> when it came back and you were like spoilers, I was like he dies. <laughs> <laughs> but it doesn't really. It, it doesn't. So now that we're in spoilers, um, we want to um, get more more detailed into some of the stuff we couldn't say in the non spoiler portion of the uh, the podcast. So. Um, a place I'd like to start is with Pennywise himself, mm-hmm. um, who was more terrifying than the Tim Curry or Tim Curry version yeah. could could ever hope to be. Yeah. Um, as a child, I remember being uh, weirded out and and just scared by Tim Curry. Tim Curry. I, Tim Curry. <laughs> I keep doing that. Um, Jim, Jim Curry. Yeah. <laughs> by uh, by Tim Curry's performance as Pennywise, yeah. but maybe it's just because. Um, I'd never seen anything like that mm-hmm. before, but uh, Bill Skarsgård's version of Pennywise is far more terrifying. Um, there are, are little things with his character that they do in um, CGI. You can mm-hmm. tell where there's some enhancements um, in the first scene where um, Bill's brother Georgie sells his, his uh, paper boat mm-hmm. uh, down the street and it goes into the storm drain as the, the classic scene that yeah. we kind of know when... Skarsgård's version of Pennywise shows up. He shows up. His face is mostly in shadow this time. Uh, the the shadow kind of falling over the the bridge of his nose yeah. and up. Um, there's some CGI to highlight his eyes yeah. and make those brighter. But it was uh, good to me because it was like creepy. Yes, as no, fuck, yeah, it right? was super creepy. Yeah. and I think he had some type of um, dentures uh-huh. or some type of something in there he to make really his big teeth yeah his, he had buck teeth the, the yeah. two front teeth which added a lot to it yeah. for me um, uh, I totally agree because whenever he makes that weird smile you see those two buck teeth yeah. and they kind of jut out a little bit um, and the the Pennywise version from the TV movie if you go back and watch some clips on YouTube or or, or whatever just watch, re-watch the movie uh, Pennywise is in that version <laughs> Tim Curry uh, is um, he kind of genuinely looks like a kid's birthday clown at certain points. Yeah. That's not the case with this version mm-hmm. of Pennywise, I don't think. Um, no. The makeup on this was creepier, for sure, I think. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I totally agree. Like, I, I I remember thinking, like, the Tim Curry version was um, kind of goofy, but I was also scared of it as a kid. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. And I did watch that movie again, like, I don't know, five or whatever years ago, but um, it's been a little while again, but... Um, I was kind of worried about this one because Tim Curry in general is such a good actor and all of his roles, like he embodies him so well. So it's hard to like kind of take over that place. But uh, Bill Skarsgård, man, knocked it out of the park. Yes. Uh, it was it was creepy as fuck. Uh, <laughs> he made it his own, which yeah. is what you really need to do in that kind of thing. Because um, it's it's weird. Like I think in people's minds, like uh, people keep referencing this that I talk to as a, this is like a remake and it's not. Like this is a new adaptation. Right. And yes. so you have, really have to think of it as like, no, this is like two different versions of the book. Right. And I kind of go with that. But uh, I also wanted to bring up that um, whenever Kerry Fukunaga was um, attached to direct this for a little bit, um, uh, who had directed uh, True Detectives, uh, True Detective for uh, HBO, um, he had cast Will Poulter 
um, yes. as Pennywise. Yeah. And I remember hearing that, and at first I was like, that's really weird. Mm-hmm. But then I was like, man, that's fucking inspired. Like, <laughs> that kid has a big smile, a big yes. mouth. That could be really cool. And I kind of wish I would have gotten that. But uh, whenever they recast him, and they got a new director, and they recast him uh, for uh, Bill Skarsgård, I was like, okay, we'll see you. But, man, he, he impressed me for sure. He so, did, yeah. yeah. Um, for people who don't know, uh, we'll... Was it Poulter? Poulter? Mm-hmm. Um, he he's an English actor. He's a young English actor, and he was in *Where the Millers* yeah. and uh, maybe a couple of other things. He's in *The Maze Runner*. Maze Runner, yeah, that's right. Yeah. Um, so that would have been an interesting take on it. Totally I, weird. I, I think he yeah, probably could have pulled it off, but he's I, good. I, I'm glad we got Bill Skarsgård. I don't yeah. know who casted him. I know, yeah. Bill Skarsgård, yeah, but um, kudos to them because yeah. I wouldn't have <laughs> like Bill Skarsgård is a super handsome dude. Like I would not have suspected him as. Yeah. Um, being able to to be good for this role, I would have pictured somebody maybe a little bit older uh, to make it a, a little mm. bit creepier. Yeah, you know, that's the thing with Will Poulter. I was thinking like he's just so young, but it works with this as well. With yeah, and and as I was looking it up on um, kind of going through the uh, the research of the the role and everything, um, I think the role is specifically they they were going for a younger actor to. Not be quite as young as the the kids, the mm-hmm. the the leads of the film, but to be a little bit closer than than Tim Curry was in the uh, original TV uh, yeah. film, um, just so there's maybe a little bit more of a connection to mm-hmm. it or, or something to that effect, and and it certainly worked in this case because yeah, I was <laughs> I was creeped out at, oh, at yeah. certain points of it. Um, the I mean, just go online and look up pictures of, yeah. of Pennywise in the new It movie and he is super creepy yeah. like the, the, the way he kind of <laughs> scowls he, he leans his head forward um, yeah. he's got a, a bulbous head kind of like the original Pennywise in the, the TV film but um, he doesn't really have eyebrows so much mm-hmm. they they kind of have a, a, a blank stare to them yeah. and he has a creepy almost Joker-esque smile yeah. that curls up and the red kind of goes up above his eyes into his eyebrows and um at first, I thought that was just kind of a stylistic thing, but once you get further into the movie, yeah. you see, well, actually, towards the end of the movie, the <clears throat> the creature that is appearing as Pennywise, his face opens up uh, to reveal a mouth, oh, and it goes along the I didn't even catch that. along that red, yeah. um, which I thought was that's great, brilliant. So <clears throat> yeah. they kind of highlighted man, where, that's even where that was, yeah, yeah, and it just looks creepy anyway, like yes. regardless of that. But uh, that's man, that's really cool details. Um, the the part I was looking forward to the most throughout the movie, and I was anxious for them to get to it, mm-hmm. was the the slideshow scene. Oh, yeah. Um, Man. Because I knew Oof. there had to be more to it. Oof. Because I remember seeing the, <laughs> the trailer and where it slows, uh, it shows the slideshow, and um, there's a, a, a woman there. You come to find out it's uh, the lead character's mom. Um, her hair gets in her face in the slideshow, and as it slowly kind of... Uh, wafts away yeah. it turns into Pennywise's face and it progresses and progresses um, in the film that that build up is very intense yeah. and it doesn't <clears throat> stop there um, yeah. the the part oh where, where Pennywise <laughs> like actually appears in the room that's like sitting in the slide right. yes I wanted it for <laughs> that um, because I, I assumed they were in an attic when I saw the trailer for some mm, reason. I, uh, don't, I, I don't know if it's just because I saw really show around it, Christmas I guess, Vacation. Yeah. I assume <laughs> yeah. that slideshows like that were... Are all you ever watch is always in the attic. Yeah, you always go in the attic. Fucking <laughs> yeah. sweat your balls you off. Have a sli- <laughs> <laughs> if you have a, uh, a slide machine, if, unless you have an attic, you can't watch it. Um, so 
Um, but they're actually in a garage. They're, they're in a garage, yeah. and even though they're right there next to the door to escape from it, there's still a lot of suspense. And yeah. as a child, you probably just freeze up a little bit yep. and don't know how to deal with that. Fuck, as an it, adult, I would just like, ah! Oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> just a, a wet stain on your conscience and bleed out a little bit. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, it was... But when he appears and he's like... The full size of that room, essentially, you know, like he's like huge, yeah, and he just like crawls out. Oh my god! Like, oh, the movie must be over because yeah. <laughs> they are all dead. That was like I need to watch this in three D. That <laughs> yes. would be pretty amazing. Yes. Um, the uh, the just the 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 way they they pulled off some of Pennywise's like um, body movements and mm-hmm. things of that nature. At a certain point, he shows up in a, a refrigerator. Oh, I love that part. And he's all, like, twisted up and everything. And like, his head's on the bottom. Yes. And yeah. like, all twisted around. He takes the time to, like, unwind himself in front yeah. of, uh, Eddie as he's kind of, uh, got a broken arm down yeah. in, in, at the bottom floor of this, uh, dilapidated house. And, um, it's just, that whole build-up, it's, it's believable that instead of Eddie running during that situation, he would just sit there kind of in, combination of fear and awe yeah. at this this creature that's in front of him um it's just yeah. very well done and oh, um <laughs> I'm, I'm very much looking forward to the sequel to yeah. see how how they can take it to the next level because yeah. you know they have to try to top it that's know? the thing yeah it's like you, you have like uh so what i'm what i'm worried about with the sequel but only halfway is is like the casting and stuff just because these kids were so good that's hard to imagine, like, adults, whoever they are, like, really, like, just getting that camaraderie and stuff. And, like, you're going to lose some of that because they're going to go yeah. their own separate ways and then come back together. So it's going to be kind of different. So it'll be interesting. But, yeah, topping what they're doing for the scare factor in this is going to be really interesting to see them kind of pull off and everything. So I've heard that they are bringing back the the kids' version of the Losers Club mm-hmm. for the sequel for okay. some, like, flashbacks to maybe intercut. Okay. Um, but um, speaking of adults... Um, if you're an adult in, in Derry, Maine, um, <laughs> more than likely, um, you're fucked up because yep. every adult in this town is a creep. Every oh, adult yeah. is a creep. Absolutely. And you can't trust them. Yep. There's something wrong with every single one of them. <laughs> and, but kind of knowing that it, it makes it believable as to why the kids don't go to an adult to say, yep. Hey, there's this shady looking clown, yep. uh, clown that's roaming around town. <laughs> uh, help us out with this. You don't want to go to any adult yep. because... Uh, they're creepy, particularly um, the uh, the the girl of Bev. Bev. Yes, yeah. Um, her father, like that, is the most repulsed oh, I've been God. in a movie in a long time. Ugh. There's a I'm watching a movie with a killer monster clown <laughs> in it, and I'm most yeah. repulsed by her father, um, who has. Some weird, like... Are you still my little girl? Yeah. Ugh. Oh, my God. God, that was so gross. He, I guess he's, like, sexually molesting yeah, her or something. something to that effect. At least that's what I got from it. Yeah. And I think that's what happens in the, the novel as well. Um, but, uh, oh, my God. They, didn't even the, need, they, just, they just need his lines in there and, like, his, his mannerisms oh and stuff. Like, nothing really happens. Like, he kind of uh, attacks her briefly, but... Yeah. Um, I still even thought that part was actually Pennywise because Pennywise kept showing up. I did too. Yeah, right. But, um, but don't worry, it's just an adult in this town. <laughs> it's just it's a, a fucking, fucking creep. <laughs> so one of the things I read online, I'm not sure if it was from the book. I was reading a, a thing, kind of like you were saying with uh, that video you watched. That was the differences between the book and the 1990 movie. But uh, I read a, a thing about uh, the book and this one, and they were saying that um, the the whole townspeople or whatever. Um, it, they're, like they're all just messed up like there's a curse upon this town or whatever like right. not even like Pennywise or whatever like I'm not sure how, how much it gets into it but that the, that the like you were saying like the adults are all fucked up and so that's why the kids like it doesn't make sense like 
why they're not going for them uh, to, to get help and stuff. Where right. a lot of horror movies, especially with kids and stuff, like Monster Squad, like they don't really go to the adults. They're just right. like, we need to take care of this. And then Monster Squad, they frame it as a, um, like, nobody will believe us, you know? Right. Same kind of thing. I'm sure they could have done with this, but I liked how they just, no, this, the adults are just like fucked up. So you don't right. go to them. Like, yeah. uh, you get like that uh, that one, that mullet kid who's fucking trying to shoot cats. Uh, Henry? Yeah. And his, his dad is the sh- like the sheriff or deputy yeah. or whatever. Like, he's one of the cops. And um, so even like the, so so called good people in the town are bad and um, yeah like all around it's just bad people or whatever so yeah the uh, the whole thing with Henry um, I was oh. kind of I was kind of curious I, I picked up some tones <laughs> being a brown American I pick up <laughs> on um, anytime there's a uh, somebody with a mullet. <laughs> and let's be honest, just white people. I'm just like, oh, this guy is probably fucking racist. So I, I picked and up on that. he didn't disappoint. Oh, he didn't disappoint. But um, but also I wasn't sure if he was racist or yeah. if he was just a shithead. Like yeah. every town has a shithead. Um, sure. And that's kind of how they portrayed it here. Even though he went after yeah. uh, Mike, who is uh, the, the sole um, African-American character yeah. in the movie. Um, he went after him. Um pretty brutally towards mm-hmm. the end but he was also the only character that was left as yeah. they were kind of going down in the in the well it wasn't um, overtly just that he was singling him out it, it but, wasn't over it was yeah. it was semi ambiguous yeah. i guess but he does mention like something about like early on when he like spit on it or he like threw something at him or whatever when he they first attacked him at the meat place and and he's like i told I, you to like, stay out of get, town i told you to stay out of this and yeah. then later on at that scene that you're talking about that he's like i wish i could have burned down the house that your parents were in like it seemed yeah. kind of like they didn't go like overtly there but they yeah. were like it's kind of there yeah but they yeah he's just kind of a shithead and... well evidently in the book mm-hmm. he is a racist yeah. so that's he he attacks mike specifically yeah. from what i understand um, i heard there's but, a lot more racism overall in the book too. racism misogyny homophobia yeah. all of that stuff <laughs> is in the book yeah. but i think it's something that i don't think it's stephen king being all of those things. I think it's yeah. him trying to address some of those you things write, in a way. You write you know? to it, yeah. yeah. Um, so I don't hold it against Stephen King, yeah. of course, but um, the the um, the way it's Henry is portrayed in the movie, he just kind of goes after all of the kids. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. It's not anyone in particular. Yeah, and it's like, that's kind of like, um, like the Losers Club help uh, Ben, or help maybe help Henry, and he's like, oh, man, now he's going to be after you. And they're like, whatever. He's after us anyway. Yeah. Like, he's already after the Losers Club. He's after uh, Ben because he's chubby. And, and he's after uh, Henry because he's black or whatever. Well, no, you know, that's Mike. Homeschool. Or, okay. Hit, hit, yeah, Henry's the, the mullet kid. Oh, sorry, sorry, yeah. sorry, sorry. Yeah, Mike. So, uh, yeah, yeah he, so he goes after Mike then. Um, yeah. Because the way I heard it online, it's like he's he's like the homeschool kid. That's his difference yeah. or whatever. That's yeah. like what they try to portray more. But he's black. He's homeschooled whatever. Like, whatever it yeah. is, like, that's what he's going after. But, yeah. Uh, but yeah, it's like they all have their individual things about why he's yeah. attacking him and everything. So. <laughs> the thing I was kind of confused by is like Mike seems so much older than all the other kids. Oh yeah, I was like would he be hanging out with these kids? But uh, I guess so. Like, <laughs> he might not have other friends. I mean, yeah, yeah. I mean he's homeschooled, seems right? To work. So yeah. that, that seems kind of consistent yeah. with um, some old homeschool people I know. So yeah, uh, the casting of the kids um, was amazing. Uh, you have that one kid from Stranger Things, mm-hmm. um, and I don't, I don't have all these kids' names listed on here, but, uh, they were so fantastic. We already talked about Ben earlier in the non-spoiler section, right. uh, that he was so great, but, um, one of the ones that I specifically liked a lot was Bev, um, who is Sophia Lillis, and, um, mm-hmm. she's so, like, unknown still that on Wikipedia, I couldn't even find her page. Like, she doesn't have anything yet. I'm sure she has, like, yeah. an IMDb or whatever. Yeah. Um, but I actually had this whole joke when I was watching this movie that I was, like, wondering who would be cast as the adult versions of them. And I was like, to me, she looks so much like Amy Adams. Yes, um, yeah. Right? Yeah. But I, I was going to make this joke to, to you after we left, but we were trying not to talk about the movie last night so we could save it for the podcast. 
But I was like, man, that de-aging makeup they did for Amy Adams was really <laughs> fucking good. They made her shorter. They made her like a child. That was really good. Because she, like, not only does she look like her to me, but her acting was like adult level. You know, like, she seemed like she's been doing this for years. Yeah, all of all of the kids, I would say, are are fantastic actors. Yeah. Like, they were perfectly cast. Um, but yes, yeah, she in particular was great. Mm-hmm. And it's funny that you mentioned mm-hmm. Amy Adams because yeah. in the pharmacy scene where she's like kind of uh, trying to throw the pharmacist off yeah. of the other kids stealing the supplies to help um, patch up Ben. Yeah. Um, he, or uh, she tries on the pharmacist's glasses saying uh-huh. that he looks like Clark Kent. He, oh. She puts him on. <laughs> she looks like uh, Lois Lane. That's Which hilarious. is played by Amy Adams I didn't in the, uh, that. the DCEU. So, um, yeah, fantastic. I got that. The, um, but yeah, she is a, a phenomenal actress. I told you earlier that she reminded me of somebody. Who did she remind me of? Oh yeah, that's right, Bambi, the car- <laughs> <laughs> the Disney cartoon deer. Um, I was like, oh yeah, that's it, that's it, that's exactly. The one. That's what I'm yeah. looking for. I, I've reached the point in my life where cartoons and uh, humans have <laughs> intersected so in my brain, crossing I over. I cannot help it. Um, yeah, she was great, and I don't know, like I haven't heard any casting. I don't know if they've casted anybody for uh, yeah, I have no idea for, for the adults, but um, I was like, man, I'm sure they have her waiting in the wings because right. that would be a perfect, perfect version of her as an adult to me. Um, so, I wonder if they are going to do some um, some like bigger names for the sequel. They don't really need to because we're already in for the sequel. I know it. They don't the need to, one. but I'm wondering. They if could they do some uh, knows. I hope they. Um, when I got home last night, I was going through YouTube and, like I said, I was looking at comparisons between the the novel and the original TV movie, and they had some clips from the original TV movie, the young cast versus the old cast, and they didn't really really look alike. At all? Um, that's what I was gonna um, say. It didn't look like it at all. <laughs> I hope they do the the casting for the for chapter two to be a little bit closer to mm-hmm. to that. Um, uh, originally in the the TV movie, there was a, a chubby kid who played Ben, just like mm-hmm. in, in this one. Uh, but the adult version was played by John Ritter, oh. um, <laughs> which was kind yeah. of interesting. He um, like is he becomes a like a famous architect and loses mm-hmm. all this weight and everything. Um, so. I don't know if they're going to kind of keep that direction. Yeah. I, I guess it would make sense. I mean, it's going to be 27 years yeah, worth I mean, of difference. Uh, people change, certainly. Shit, but time can change, yeah. Um, but, uh, yeah, yeah, I'm intrigued to see. Yeah, I, I'm kind of with you, too, that they don't need to, but I wonder also, like, since this is doing so well so far, and I, I assume it'll keep doing well and uh, keep, you know, doing well at the box office and everything, that uh, maybe they'll want bigger names or bigger names will want to be attached to it uh, to be a part of the sequel. But uh, I'm like, I'm just like... Getting really good actors. Uh, you got really great kids. Like mm-hmm. whoever did the casting, just keep going. I'm yeah. sure they have something in mind or whatever. But uh, try to get them to look kind of alike and go with it. But yeah, I'm down for for whatever. But mm-hmm. uh, I hope I hope they do that well. I, I, I trust them that they'll do it well. Yeah, they did so well in this one. So yeah, definitely. Yeah. Um, the uh, so let's move on to talk about dicks. So there's a lot. <laughs> there's a lot of uh, what I was uh, waiting on. Thank l- you. A lot of dick humor <laughs> in this, yeah. um, and uh, which was a pleasant surprise to me. It was. Constant and hilarious, and, and uh, vaginas and uh, periods, everything. And, it was it was uh, all your there. mom, your sister, <laughs> all this stuff, man. So funny, like constant but hilarious, and it worked. the The way they use humor in this is it almost diffuses any um, terror that came in previous yeah. scenes. Like, and the, the 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 scary scenes in this movie were done expertly, mm-hmm. but. Um, the, the following scenes when they include humor when I say they diffuse them it doesn't mean they make them worthless it means yeah. like 
it's almost like a palate cleanser yeah. for you oh, to be scared clear. the next time, right? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, the uh, the scene where they all go jump off that, that bluff. Oh, that was so um, good. And then uh, Bev is uh, sunbathing out there. <laughs> and like, the, 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 the five boys are sitting out just like in their tidy whities yeah. just look, staring at her. Yeah. Um, they've, they've really never... Uh, encountered a, a woman in her like underwear in before. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, that was hilarious yeah. uh, during Young MC playing. And then they like cross the legs. Yep. <laughs> As she catches them. Yeah. Um, I didn't even catch that. Yeah. That's, that's a good the, point. The, the main yeah. kid from uh, from Stranger Things is what yeah, I thought. Yeah. He was yeah. just like... Yep, across the legs. <laughs> and they turned away. And, um, yeah. yeah, so uh, the whole thing was, was well done. Mm-hmm. Um, I didn't... Like like my wife has said before on on a previous podcast, injecting humor into a horror movie can really get you a lot of um, a lot of goodwill towards the the rest of the story yeah. as it plays out. If something is just so like dour, yeah, like from the jump, it's just so hard to get through. And it, for me personally, it just makes me not care. Kind of like we were talking about Rogue One earlier. Yeah, um, the story is so bleak from the beginning, sure. and going into it, I knew nobody was going to survive. Um, Rogue One, that is, um, you know, it just having those small bits of humor mm-hmm. um, helped, yeah. but there wasn't enough to kind of get me through uh, all of that movie. But, but this one, they're peppered everywhere. Yeah, it, it's everywhere. It's like mm-hmm. constant. Like constant. there's humor throughout the entire movie, yeah. which is good. And it's not just like the first two acts and yeah. then the, the last act is all, um, you know, just terrifying. It's just. Yeah. Like you uh, still even have like uh, the kid you said his name earlier i can't remember right now but the, the hypochondriac essentially the one that eddie yeah. eddie yeah mm-hmm. and he has the he's trying to leave and his mom had already told him like you can't hang with the losers club anymore and he's like i have to save my friends and that girl at the pharmacy had told him his his pills were placebos and he's like i'm not taking these gazebos <laughs> and it's like a really emotional scene but it was so like yeah. that comedy was so funny yeah. that kid was great too. Was great. he was his comedy was hilarious um another thing i like <laughs> is when um horror movies or Honestly, any movie with special effects in it mm-hmm. does something in uh, the daytime. Mm-hmm. Um, they go to the the Nybert residence, um, which is the, the burned down, kind of dilapidated house yeah. um, during the day, which you don't see in a lot of horror movies. Everything always takes mm-hmm. place at night in the rain. Yeah. Um, <laughs> yeah. If you're a DCEU movie, it's in the rain. <laughs> it's constantly in the rain. Yeah. <laughs> um, so when they, they go there, it's during the day. It's inside the house, so it's a little bit darker, but it's still... Um, the, the portion of it where Pennywise shows up, um, that's during the day, yeah. like by the front door. So yeah. Eddie would have had time to have fled that room. But again, he's just so petrified yeah. with fear um, that he, he, he couldn't escape. Plus his arm was broken. <laughs> yeah. That was so weird. Um, it was gruesome. I, I didn't expect that. And I like, didn't expect that, that. That's one of those things where it was like so visceral for me. I've never had a, a broken bone. Oh, yeah. Thank right goodness. On. But like, uh, it's just like, oh, that's too real. Almost, uh, you know? Compound fractures like that. Like, it wasn't a uh, compound, I guess. Like, it wasn't, like, sticking out, but it was, like, like his arm was, like, up. You could, like, yeah. see the bone, like, almost poking out. I was like, uh, that's gross. Like, yeah. <laughs> I've had, like, fractures and stuff, like, slight mm-hmm. broken bones, and, and they're horrible enough, but... And then his, his friends, like, snap it back into place before they take him out. <sighs> Holy Man. shit. Wow. Right? They're like, hold up! <laughs> that was rough. <laughs> yeah, it was all rough. <laughs> yeah. Um, another thing I wanted to mention, too, kind of uh, along the lines of, like, the look of it... Um, for the cinematography, I thought was really good. Um, I'm not sure who did it, but his his name sounded like Korean or something like that. I was wondering if he had done like some Korean horror movies or whatever before. Um, but he uh, he did a great job. Um, specifically, what I liked about this movie is the way that they would shoot the things from the kids' perspective to yeah. show how scary they are. So like that that um, the Jewish kid um, when he's uh, his dad like the Stan- rabbi uh, Stanley Stanley yeah 
his dad's like the rabbi and he's like go put the book back in my office and that's where he sees the the weird ass painting I'm not sure why his dad has in the office yeah uh, uh, but that, that weird creepy woman with a weird face but he it shows like that room it's like there's like a stained glass window and the light is pouring in but yes. the light is not on and it's like you know that like as an adult like you would just walk in that room and be like whatever and like go back to business but like as a kid though it wasn't that so much that the room was so dark. You, uh, to me, like the way I, I accepted it was that the room was dark to him. Yes. That, peach, that picture is creepy to him. Mm. Uh, all of it kind of like plays into your mind as a child. And uh, one of the things I read about too um, about the book and the TV movie and stuff was like you don't really know what your – you don't really remember your childhood. You remember parts of it. You remember pictures of it. But you don't really know what it was like. So you, you go with that and it's like it might have been scarier than you really – than it really should have been, like, as an adult or whatever. Um, and so I really liked how they did that. Like, they would even, like, um, that scene in particular was the first time I noticed it, but a lot of other times they would put the camera lower. So it was, like, from a lower height uh, as children, and they were, like, looking up at things. Um, it's another, like, cinematography trick or whatever to, like, uh, when things are, like, above you that it's, like, more menacing and stuff. So, like, when you get that lower angle, it kind of just makes it different that you realize, like, you're a little, like, that character and then, therefore, you as the audience are, like, a little more weak. Mm-hmm. and this stuff is going to happen around you and it's like, scary and stuff. So I thought they did a really good job of that as well, kind of pulling it all in. And there's a lot of other scenes too that, that that's just the one that stuck out to me at first. Yeah, so. the, um, yeah I, I kind of wondered about the, the painting as as I was watching it, uh-huh. and I, I wondered if that painting was even something that his dad had framed, if yeah. that was there, you know? Oh, yeah, to, it was already there. Yeah, because um, the way I interpreted it was like that was just something that, that Pennywise had done, mm. um, and that was something that... That wasn't naturally hanging in the room. It was just like okay. a, way, a way to creep out the kid. You know? Yeah. Um, <clears throat> but uh, yeah, that was something that I wanted to to mention is the uh, the shape shifting is um, not something they could pull off in the TV movie version oh, yeah. of it, from what I understand. Yeah. Um, in the in the novel, he's uh, Pennywise is a um, <clears throat> they, that evil like that monster. Yeah. Um, can shape shift into whatever. It just mm-hmm. chooses to be a clown for a good chunk of it. Yeah. Just to terrify children yeah. or, or uh, lure them mm-hmm. into it. Oh, yeah, yeah. Um, but he can turn into kind of all kinds of different things and the kids confront Pennywise. Mm-hmm. So it, it, it's essentially the end of chapter one of the movie yeah. we just watched. Um, in the novel, evidently Pennywise turns into the, the spider mm-hmm. creature thing um, that was in the the made-for-TV movie, um, I can't remember. I think that was just in the adult version. So I, I heard, I'm not sure in the movie, but I know in the, uh, what I read of the book, or read about the book, whatever, he, he does present himself that way twice to yes. the kids and the adults. But yeah, I don't know that the movie, the TV movie. Yeah, I think it's just as the adults in that. Yeah. <laughs> and I Googled it because I never saw yeah. the second part as a child. I wasn't about to get into all that <laughs> shit. Um, and I was like, oh, this is this looks super lame. Yeah. But back in the day, you know, it's probably mm. like, the best quality they could get for a TV movie, yeah. you know, um, but they didn't. They didn't do that with um, with this movie, yeah. Um, which I think was to to its benefit. Yeah, that they that the kids defeat Pennywise as the dancing clown. Yeah, you know, um, but they did focus on the shape shifting from the different characters. You've got the uh, the leper that mm-hmm. uh, the Eddie sees. You've got the um, painting monster that Stanley sees. Um, and maybe the, some the burning some, bodies. Yeah, the burning the bodies Mike that the Mike sees, sees mm-hmm. um, inside of the uh, the the butcher there, yeah. the, the back door, um, and all of those kind of come back towards the end of the film yeah. as well. And yeah, I like that scene where they're all confronting him, and he goes in from one to the other. Yeah, and it yeah. shows that the kids confronting their fears and that transition to kind of adulthood. Yeah. That's that's something that you confront 
you know, I guess. Their balls all just collectively dropped. Yeah. Even yeah. Babs. Even Babs. Yeah. <laughs> Her's were the heaviest, actually. Um, She's a badass. The, yeah. um, you know, the... I was kind of surprised by the end of it because I, I didn't watch anything but that initial teaser trailer. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, me too. Th- that's, that's all I kind of stuck with. So I don't know if her kind of floating up. Oh, that was cool looking. Uh, with the, the kind of, it looks like she had um, some type of uh, blind eyes or yeah. something like that in there. I don't know if that was in, in a trailer at all, but yeah. Oh, uh, yeah. that was really well done. Um, and the, the kids that were kind of floating around that garbage pile. Uh-huh. Um, oh, that was creepy. In, uh, that was super creepy. Yeah. Um, but all of that stuff was really well done. Um, but the, 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 the overall shape-shifting, I don't think that's something they could have handled in the, the yeah. TV movie, which was understandable. It's back in the yeah. day, plus TV budgets on a network. Oh, yeah. Uh, so Well, in particular, too, with this one, uh, my favorite, I think, was whenever, at that, at that end scene, whenever it's um, uh, Georgie, and he has like he's missing the arm, yeah. and he's like, I've been down here, I've been waiting for you, and he has the boat and everything like that, yeah. and, and Bill finally realizes, like, I need to... To like this is not my brother. This is the this is Pennywise, yeah. and he shoots him with that that gun, and he falls down, and then his like his like arm like grows out mm-hmm. first off, and that was fucking creepy. But then his like legs spring out one by yeah. one. Like that whole scene was really cool. Like the the effects of that were really well done to me. There creepy was, and good. The thing was there was a delay mm-hmm. on that happening, so I was like, mm-hmm. oh shit, he really killed his. Brother. Oh, and like, no, there yeah. for, for a, for a, a couple second. of seconds, I was like, but then oh, there's man. no blood. Yeah, and you're like, okay, well wait a second, yeah. yeah. Um, so I kind of suspected, but he was standing there without an arm. I was like, he probably would have bled out and I died. Like, I thought that right. too. I was like, he would have bled out, right? Um, but the, but this movie... Does, they get a job of making you think like, well, maybe. Yeah. Yeah. This movie's not afraid to fuck with you. No. Oh, no. So, no, no. um, yeah, the, the, the whole thing with, with that, with, with Bill kind of being the, the lead character of, of just the, the, the Losers Club and of the movie, him mm-hmm. confronting that and then him hitting his brother with the... The um, the bolt gun. Yeah, yeah. Uh, in the forehead, that was kind of like a, a turning point for him. Yeah, I think. Oh yeah. Um, it's like him accepting it. Yeah, yeah. And if they didn't make a sequel to this movie, mm-hmm. I'd you know I'd be fine with it. They've teased one, so yeah. they fucking better make one. Because <laughs> um, I'm really looking forward to it. Yeah. <laughs> Me, you, and your dad will go. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. We'll, we'll yeah, do a, a, yeah. a second round. Um, and then one other thing I wanted to mention, like you, I've never read the the novel because. Why do that to myself? <laughs> um, but there there was some controversy I heard around the novel that neither the TV movie nor this movie addressed. Uh-huh. Um, hey, okay. Yeah. So in the, the novel, whenever all of the kids, um, the, the six boys and the one girl, Bev, confront Pennywise and, and defeat him, all of them survive, but um, I guess they're, they're worried about becoming fractured or something to that mm-hmm. effect. <laughs> so Stephen King's way of bringing the group together yep. is for Bev, who all of the kids are adolescents, right? They're yeah. under, they're maybe around thirteen to yeah. fifteen. Yeah, at the, at the moment. There. Um, the, the solution <laughs> for the novel is for Bev to have sex with all six of the boys, and that brings them all Naturally. together. Which is weird because it would just, it doesn't, doesn't I don't make know, any sense it doesn't make any sense, all. right? Because it would just be a connection between Bev and the, the guy she's each, each one of them. having sex with, yeah. right? So, Unless she's know. pulling a train on all of them at the same time. <laughs> it's a woman's world, you know? Uh, maybe she could have, but um, that just seems weird, and I'm glad they did not include yeah. that in either 
film version yeah. of this because that's so we don't bizarre. need that. We don't, don't need it. Yeah, I don't need. I don't. I don't ever <laughs> want to see children having sex. I don't. I don't want them to know about it. Like, plus, like, I, where do you go with that? Like, you know what? We should all have sex now. Yeah, <laughs> like, it's so weird. weird. It's, it's such a weird. Like, we bonded. We killed a fucking monster. Like, we're we're good. You know? Pants off. Yeah. <laughs> like all the boys just collectively zip. <laughs> um, yeah, that's so weird. Yeah, I don't. Uh, I don't understand what the the thought process yeah. was for that. I don't know if at the point in his writing career he just like the editor just let him do whatever he's going I, to do. I, well, or, he was doing what? a lot of coke in the eighties, so maybe. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Man, I'm glad I, I didn't know about it until recently. Um, but yeah, yeah, I heard about that from a reviewer, and they were like, "Yeah, let's just let's just all collectively ignore that ever happened. Yeah, like, let's just forget about it." Um, yeah, yeah, I didn't I didn't know about that until the last night when I was reading reviews. About okay, it, yeah, and I was like, "Well, that was fucked up." Yeah, uh, I, I learned about it in the past yeah. week or so. This one um, works to me. Uh, it feels very eighties, even though they joke about that kid jokes about AIDS. Um, and how someone got it through a hangnail and yeah. bullshit, but um, but they do like the the blood brother type thing, whatever. Yes, um, yeah. where they all cut hands and hold them together. And I think that worked really well. Um, yeah. And then at the very very end too, going along with that, um, when she finally kisses Bill, and she like puts his, her hand up on him, mm-hmm. um, you I didn't notice you laugh either, and I didn't because I was like this scene is not funny, but people mm-hmm. around us were laughing. And I yeah. was like, to me, like that wasn't meant to be funny that no. she like put blood on his face. It was just, I, it wasn't anything to me, honestly. It was just kind of like it was there. Like it was just like, it was natural for her to grab his face and kiss him, and yeah. he kind of looks to the camera, and it was it was perfect. Actually, it's a movie thing, yeah, yeah, just a movie thing. And and people were laughing, and I was like, it's not funny. So yeah, kind of ruined it a little bit, but okay, Stephen, let's get into <laughs> let's get into oh. our theater experience uh, um, rant time. Uh, okay, so let me set this up. Um, or at least this portion of it. Sure. Um, like I said in, uh, I think, our first podcast, mm-hmm. episode one, um, if you get a chance to see a movie with Stephen Fisher, do it because oh, it's, thank you. it's a tremendous experience. <laughs> um, and even seeing it with your father was great oh, as yeah. well because I was hoping. Um, it, it, it was good. Neither one of you like talked during it or anything yeah. like that. Um, phones are silenced. No no issues from yeah. you guys, which is the perfect same, viewing same crowd. Yeah. Um, so, and then once the movie's done... Um, you can talk about it. In this case, we didn't because we were going to record the podcast yeah. today. But um, in previous movies we've seen together, we talk about it afterward, and, and it's, a, it's a whole thing. It's a whole experience, really. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Um, now, the discussion is part of the yes. experience, yeah. Another part of it is if somebody <laughs> should be talking around you, they will be shushed. <laughs> <laughs> I am no bullshit about that. Yeah. yeah. I let it go for a long time, actually. I you was, did, yes. I yeah, was we, trying to be cool. Uh, so there, uh, there were some girls behind us. Um, they looked once I once the, the lights came on. They looked older than they they knew better basically. Yes, um, I, I I thought when we were watching it, I thought they were younger. Like I thought they were straight up teenagers, like, yeah. like yeah, like fifteen or whatever. But uh, no, they were like twenties uh, or something. I don't know, yeah. but but um, basically they would for one one of them in particular. Anytime like there's a lot of bullying in this movie, and anytime like anything would happen bullying, she would go aww, mm-hmm. and I was like okay, that's her thing. It's annoying. Yeah. But I can't like shush that necessarily. But then they would talk about it constantly, and she and I think another one too um, would like repeat lines, and that was driving me fucking up the wall. Uh, like, well, any time. Yeah, the the issue was like she would repeat lines from a character who stutters. Yeah, and so, so it would not just be her saying a word; it would be her like oh, stuttering a word. Uh, and then she would do it every time, like every yeah. joke or whatever, I guess you know. And so she would do that, and then they would all giggle together again. And then uh, the the time I finally like fed, I was fed up with it. Um, it was like about halfway through the movie, and 
they were like giggling about something else. Like they were talking and giggling about something that had, maybe it happened in the movie, but that scene was over and it was serious. It was quiet. Yes. And they wouldn't stop. And so the whole time I was like sitting there and I was like, okay, so like, again, back to my, my Almo's draft half days, like they, they don't fuck around. Um, they will kick you out, you know, for talking. You get one warning, uh, a manager go and talk to you. I was a manager there, so I've done that job. I've gone in to talk to people and like had to kick them out and everything. Oh, you did? Oh, yeah. Did you have any pushback on it? Oh, yeah. Oh, man. I worked the movie one time. Uh, it was actually, I wasn't doing the shift manager part, but uh, these guys were up front in a, um, a movie marathon. I can't remember what the marathon was right now, but it was like something like a, an actor, like it was like a Bruce Willis marathon or something. It was like three movies in yeah. a row. And towards the end of the second movie, they had just gotten hammered and they wouldn't stop talking. And so we warned them and we actually warned them twice because it was a marathon, it was different. They paid a lot of money for it. And then finally we kicked them out and they were livid. They were like cussing us out and like all the stuff. Like we had to kick them out and like yeah. make them sign all their stuff so they would actually pay for it. And uh, the manager uh, the manager on duty right then was going to call the cops if they didn't pay their oh, stuff because wow. their bill was like a hundred and something bucks. Oh my God. All the stuff. So um, How many of them were there? There were three of them. <laughs> oh, um, so they had a lot of food. A lot of a lot of beer and stuff over the yeah. the course of the three movies or whatever, uh, the two movies at that point or whatever. But yeah, so it's 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 something I uh, I'm I I generally I'm not I'm non-confrontational, but uh, with that like I'm just like I can't let it go and yeah. it still like gets my adrenaline up for sure. But yeah, uh, so this one I was like mad about it with these girls and I was like thinking about like I just wanted to say like fuck off or whatever like stop talking whatever. Yes, you yeah. know like you want to yeah, like you were rip into them. Yeah, the way I, I worded it to my dad last night is um, I. To me, it's like, it's common decency. You should just know. So, like, I shouldn't have to be polite in my telling you to stop talking. Um, you should already know you shouldn't be. Yes. So my initial reaction is, like, fuck off, you know? Yeah, yeah. And my dad was funny because uh, the way I ended up saying it was, can you please be quiet? Yes. And then I did confirm with my dad. It was the guy next to him who was a oh, huge, okay. burly dude. Yeah. Uh, also chimed in after me. And he, yeah. <laughs> it was like, yes, please. Yeah, like, it was like... <laughs> And it was so funny, uh, but I was like, that's good. Like once you, once usually like once I say something in a movie, um, someone else will chime in too. Like someone has your back. Oh, he did. And he did. That yeah. he did. But even my dad, um, when I brought it up, he was like, thank you for, for doing that. I was getting so mad about it. Yeah. And he, I was like, yeah, like I was, I told this whole story, but I was like, yeah, I wanted to say like, fuck off, but I was trying to be polite, even though I don't really feel it's necessary. And he was like, well, I've told, I've told someone to be, to, to stop fucking talking after. <laughs> and you know what? I could get another fight. I could get another fight. And he goes, I'm old enough. I know some dirty moves. Yeah. I knew some dirty moves at 15. So it's good. And I was like, all right. So even regardless, my dad had That's my back, you know. But, it's in your uh, blood. It's in my blood. Yeah. Yeah. For sure. Your dad is such I've never like a sweet a guy. Fight. Yeah, exactly. He's such a nice guy. But when you get him out of it, he, when you get on his bad side, you're on there. And that's the same with me. So uh, what's good, though, is they, they made a crack about me afterwards. I, I briefly heard. Oh, like, really? Yeah. They said, I said to me, like, please be quiet. And I heard one of them go, please be quiet oh. or whatever. But, but after that, they shut up. So they, they barely even laughed after it that. It worked, yeah. I was like, cool. Yeah. Um, so th- when the movie ended, I also was kind of like, uh, I kind of, again, the adrenaline, I was kind of like, are they going to confront me afterwards mm-hmm. whatever? I've, I've talked to, uh, honestly, like with, with women and stuff. Uh, they're not gonna fight me like I'm, I'm more worried about like a man if I say something too that they're gonna try to fight me afterwards or whatever yeah. which is still bullshit um, yeah. why bring violence into it um, just fucking stop talking in the movie <laughs> yeah. but uh, but I I remember when the movie ended we all kind of sat around for a little bit and I was expecting them to get up and I was kind of waiting for them to get up and they also just stayed there for a while and I was oh, like well yeah. I'm not getting up yeah. like I'm not gonna turn around and like you know get into it again I'm yeah. just gonna let them leave so they, they finally did but 
Yeah, I'm in, no bullshit about it. I'm not, not even <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> I'm so sick of going to movies. I barely go to the theater anymore because I I rarely I don't know the last time I've had a good experience at a movie theater. Actually, like yeah. I've had not so bad experiences. Yeah, but there's always something. There's always some kid at an R-rated movie that shouldn't be there. There's always people talking. There's um, constantly phones. Mm-hmm. Um, I've gotten into people with phones a lot too. <sighs> Because um, they're the worst, so man. bright, yeah, they're so yeah. bad. Um, so yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm just done with like paying the money for it and allowing people to to mess with me and, and mess with the experience and stuff. Like, yeah, it's, it's so easy to just enjoy the movie and be quiet and yeah. not look at your phone or whatever for two hours. Come on, yeah, like two hours. Yeah, if there's so. something you want to say, it w- should be memorable enough for you to yeah. say it afterward or record a podcast about it. <laughs> so yeah. if it's not, then <laughs> we should have just told them. Yeah, here's a mic. Yeah, uh, just go record a podcast afterwards. <laughs> just throw we'll it out in the out. lobby. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, oh man! When we went to go see Days of Future Past together, when we came mm-hmm. down to Houston, um, you told somebody. To <laughs> <laughs> I believe you told somebody to shut up, possibly shut the fuck up oh, at the, the end credits. Um, oh so, yeah! So I was waiting I for that. I was waiting for you to do something like that to these, these <laughs> what, what I thought were kids, um, but you said, "Be quiet, please." I was like, "Oh!" In my head, I, I did a standing O and a, a golf clap for you. I do remember that now. It was during the credits, and it was about the credit scene finally came on, and they were yes. still talking. And I yeah. did say "shut up." Yeah, I was like, "We." I, I think about it. I said, "Like, we please shut up," but I was yeah. definitely like a little more than just like, "Please be quiet." Yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. That was annoying, and they they also shut up. Like people generally, like once you shame them, uh, they <laughs> they will stop. <laughs> like I told you last night, my my brother um, doesn't like to like embarrass people in public confront like that. Them, but, yeah. yeah, confront them like that. But I'm like, no, I want to embarrass the fuck out of them. Yeah, I want them. I want people on my side. Everybody else in the theater is on my side. They just won't speak up about it. And yeah. I will speak up about it in that situation. <laughs> no problem. Yeah. yeah, so. When we, uh, Brandy and I went to go see Doctor Strange, which uh, is something I'd look forward to. Um, the guy I sat next to, normally I don't have any problems uh, for the most part. Yeah. Um, I'm kind of hypervigilant, so everything bothers me. But mm-hmm. for the most part, um, people don't use their phones yeah. or uh, talk a lot during um, the movie. But for Doctor Strange, I sat right next to a guy Ugh. who talked almost the entire time to his wife. And um, for every little thing that comes up, he would, would talk about it. But it was um, not like whispering to his wife. It was mm. like talking in the, the same uh, volume yeah. we're using here on the podcast, sure. um, which drove me insane. And then when Stan Lee shows up, oh, that's Stan Lee. Like he actually <laughs> oh, spoke God. up a little bit with that. <laughs> And it's like, I yeah, of, of course it is. We uh, all get it. Yes. Yeah. yeah. He's in every movie. Yeah. <laughs> what do you want? Um, but and he probably uh, points it out in every, every Marvel yeah. movie. I'm sure. And it, it took yeah. like, because I'm like your brother, Danny, mm-hmm. I'm the same way. I won't confront people yeah. about it. Um, I just let it. Especially when they're right next to you. It's I just let it yeah. kill me inside. Yeah. <laughs> I bury it down. I'm going to take it out on a, a group of people later in life. Yeah. Um, <laughs> but uh, but uh, yeah, for uh, for. For this movie, I was waiting. I was like, I bet Steven's going to say something. So I just kind of waited. And as soon That's as you so did funny. it, I kind of turned my head to the side. <laughs> and I had a smirk on the opposite side of my mouth. I was like, yeah, you did it, Steven. Yeah. You've done it. Um, so, yeah, if if you're going to see a movie, just be be aware that yeah. other people are trying to watch it. Um, when I went to go see Cloverfield, mm-hmm. um, the original movie, yeah. there was a guy in the theater um and with Cloverfield, there was a lot of a lot of secrecy around the movie. Mm. Nobody knew what it was about. Sure. Um, so once we got to actually get in the theater and watch the movie, 
Um, I just kind of let it un, un, unfurl in front of me and mm. was taking it all in. But somebody over to the far left of me, they wanted to be the the hype man of the movie. And they'd <laughs> be like, oh, shit, or something <laughs> like that, you know? Yeah. Um, and ain't that a motherfucker? Stuff like that. Oh, yeah. I don't but, know that. Um, yeah, at a certain point, they, they kept trying to do stuff like that, and somebody told them to shut up. Yeah. Um, and somebody that wasn't me, because I, yeah, I don't, I don't I would, I would know how to process that. <laughs> yeah. Um, but, yeah, like, just be just be aware of people yeah. going to see a movie. It's pretty simple. Guys, take it from High School Musical. We're all in this together. <laughs> um, God, those lessons just keep going. <laughs> <laughs> um, but, uh, but, yeah, yeah. so, um, oh, speaking of the, the end of yeah. the movie... Um, there's not any like uh, push credit scenes or anything like yeah. that, but if you stay through the very end credits of the movie, um, it plays. Oh, I was going back through iTunes to find the um, the, uh, the the track list for the uh-huh. movie, and it's nothing but score on mm-hmm. the um, on the uh, soundtrack. Yeah, uh, I was hoping I could find the the, the new Kids on the Block uh, songs on there, yeah. but. Um, but yeah, it was it was just the score. Um, the very last track is the uh, Pennywise uh, reprise. Mm-hmm. Um, it's it's, it's uh, like circus music. Oh yeah, uh, which plays at the very end. And mm-hmm. after that, once it gets to the um, the it chapter two, or I don't think it even says chapter yeah, two. I think it just said it. it. Yeah, the very uh, the, the, the very last text. It has Pennywise doing some some laughter. Yeah, maybe. Two seconds yeah. at the most. There's like two, some three kids seconds, something like that. Singing or whatever. I can't remember. Or laughing yeah. or whatever. But, yeah. And then yeah, his his cackle. Yeah. Was, so yeah. it's so a, a final like creep out moment. Yeah. So it's kind of like in Superbad, like you were saying, like it's yeah. what the Fogel says something or laughs or whatever, something like that. And at the end of that, but it's kind of uh, like that. Yeah, yeah. It's um, uh, Seth saying, <laughs> okay, uh, yeah. "I love you." too. Yeah. 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 <laughs> yeah. Just like a little little fun thing, but uh, yeah, yeah, which which is funny because it ties into Superbad since we yeah. watched it so recently. Yeah, it's not, yeah. not an after credit scene, like I said, but it's just a little bit of dialogue. Yeah, just a little fun. Um, yeah. But um, but yeah, it's, it's uh, stick it's, around. It's, there. I mean, it's kind of fun. Yeah, we stuck yeah, around. You're gonna be sticking around, like kind of chat. Uh, yeah, chit chatting about the movie anyway. So I always um, too on that note. I don't know if I brought this up on the podcast yet, but uh, um, I think Danny, my brother, also brought this up one time to me. Um, but. Uh, I don't always do this, but I try to stay during the credits a lot anyway. Mm-hmm. Um, and I, I'm glad that they're doing a lot of these end credit scenes because it makes people stay through them. But I'm like, if you really sit through any movie and you just watch the amount, the sheer amount of people that are involved, yes, uh, I feel like it's almost like a uh, like you're paying your respects to to say like, hey, like thank you for like making this and like being a part of this, whatever. Like um, to kind of to kind of watch all of the names go by and, and whatever and like read about people and like. There's been times I've been like, oh, I don't know what that is, like this job or whatever, and I'll look yeah. it up when I get home and stuff. So it's also kind of cool for that. So I, I generally like to stay when I can uh, through the credits anyway. So I like that's why stuff like that. Yeah, that's why at the end of every movie I stand, take off my baseball cap, and put my <laughs> hand over my heart, and uh, for the entire credits. And you, then, uh, the theater we went to, you had been totally welcome to do that. <laughs> <laughs> I shed a couple of tears if I can if I can uh, summon them. Yeah. And uh, yeah, go yeah, go about my business from there. Yeah. It's it's a very emotional moment. Yeah, the whole it thing. is. It really is. People made this. Right? <laughs> this is so unique. We've done it. And then it's like, it showed like the MPA thing and it's like 53,000 movies. I mean, yep. and you're like, well, yep, that's another one. Though. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah. But uh, but yeah, did you have anything else on? I mean, on there's the more I could talk about, but yeah, I think we're kind of at a limit now. Um, I'm definitely pumped to go see it again. I'm pumped for the sequel. Uh, yeah, more, more, more. More movies coming out I, I could take. Uh, and the director, we, we still haven't mentioned his name. I don't even know how to say it. I don't know if you look this up, but it's, it's like Andy Muschietti. 
Mm-hmm. Something like that. Um, good job, man. You were awesome. You did a great job of this. So. He really did. I, I'm not familiar with his work. Nope. Um, but he, yeah, he um, he was able to get great performances out of the the uh, the child mm-hmm. uh, actors, yep. and which is hard to do if you yeah. see. Um, let's go back to Wonder Woman. Um, <laughs> oh, not a great performance out of that child. <laughs> not anything against the actress. Maybe it was sure. the direction. Could but, been, yeah. Um, but yeah, not, not great. Uh, this movie kind of put some hope in the the child actors yeah. along with Stranger Things like you had yeah. mentioned. Um, uh, and I was Super t- 8. I, I yeah. like the kids from Super 8. Yes, yeah. Surprised um, they haven't gone on to more that, things. That's something I was, I was thinking about yeah. when I was watching the movie. This is like a, on in Super 8, the monster becomes kind of friendly mm-hmm. to the, the leads of the movie, yeah. the, the child actors there. Um, the, uh, it is kind of the mirror version of yeah. this or the sure. inverse version of it where um, it's <laughs> the monster is not friendly at all. Nope. Um, but the the he starts off friendly. Yeah. Seemingly, you know, to, to yeah. Georgie. Yeah. Yeah. Um, tells him all about floating and where he can do it. Oh. <laughs> um, but uh, mine is so creepy, by the way. I think because uh, I every time I, I hear it, it sounds so um, incongruous with with life. Um, uh, as an adult, maybe as a kid, I'm like, does that even make any sense? Like we all float down here. Like, do I want to float? Like, yeah. nobody mentions they want to do that. He's just yeah. like, oh, we all do that. And it's yeah. like, that's a really creepy, like, just a weird line uh, that really gets under my skin. I like it. Yeah, I know. It's um, it's uh, perfectly creepy. Yeah. That's kind of yeah. how it's how it's For set sure. up there. Um, but, uh, but yeah. So if you get a chance, go see the movie It. Yeah. And um, tell us what you think. Uh, like I said, you can contact us on Twitter at LTASpod. Um, and then shoot us an email and let us know what you think about this movie at uh, let's talk about stuff podcast at gmail.com. Um, next week, we are going to discuss some cover songs that we like. Yeah. Um, I had recently heard on Kevin and Bean, which is one of my favorite podcasts, yeah. they were talking about some uh, cover songs they like. I thought, oh, that, that'd be a good thing yeah. for us to discuss. Because um, there's love cover songs, there is a yeah. bunch of them, yeah. and um, I think some of them might be surprising to some of our mm-hmm. listeners. Uh, based on my taste. Yeah. Interesting, yeah. I'm <laughs> Might be surprising too. Yeah. <laughs> um, so uh, we're going to try to put that together next, uh, for the next show. Yep. Um, and uh, I think we're going to plan on inter- intercutting some music in there uh-huh. as well. So, um, yeah, so you'll have some clips there. And beyond that, we're going to put together a Spotify playlist yep. as well. So to go along with um, we'll, we'll let you know uh, further details about that whenever we get to that show. Um but uh, but yeah, so we'll uh, we'll do that next time. <laughs> <laughs> Listen, we've had two beers. I'm uh, lightweights. I don't know. And, and a it's and a shot. Of, we we started and, off and with a shot. a shot of whiskey. To be fair, it's the middle of the afternoon. We had nothing going. On. Yeah, <laughs> I got a I got a full bladder. Um, I, I'll just admit, I'm gonna tell you guys, I'm drunk. <laughs> Straight up. Yeah. Um, so yeah. So anyway, so if you want to uh, follow us on Twitter, you can at LTAS Pod. Um, and uh, contact us there if you have thoughts on this movie um, let us know on Twitter in 140 char- characters if you want to go a little bit longer you can shoot us an email at let's talk about stuff podcast like 141 yeah 141 characters and I will be counting we accept no more I bought a laser pointer to count those characters I'm not going to touch the screen with my fingers gross gross Nobody wants that. Nobody I'm, a, wants I'm, a, I'm a hemophiliac because of this movie now. <laughs> um, so yeah, email us, 
<laughs> uh, email us at let's talk about stuff podcast at gmail.com. If you have general um, questions or, uh, or um, things you want us to discuss on the show, let us know if there's a, uh, a movie or some type of uh, media that yep. you want us to discuss. We'll uh, definitely take it under advisement and see if we can uh, go over it and uh, discuss that on the show. Um, if you don't want us to read your email on the show, let us know because I'm going to be honest with you. Um, we need content, so I'm, prob- <laughs> I'm probably just going to read it on the show if you email us, uh, unless you tell me otherwise. Um, beyond that, you can follow Stephen on Letterboxd and Twitter at StephenFisher22. You can follow me on Twitter at uh, on Twitter and Instagram at Brent Hibbard. And uh, yeah, I think that will uh, will do us. So Stephen, it's nice having you in my house. Yeah, this is good um, to have a live first live show. That's good. I know it should be easier to edit, but yeah. we'll see. Probably I know. not. I, I'm like maybe you don't have much editing to do, but maybe you might have needed to. But we can't now. So maybe we'll just come out how it is. We're sorry, audience. Uh, I don't know what to do for you. So, well. Until next time, I'm Steven. I'm Brent. And let's talk later. Let's do it. Right? Balls. Welcome to Let's Talk About Stuff. I'm Steven. I'm Brent. Oh, wait. That's wrong. What? (laughs) We should do I'm Steven, I'm Brent, and welcome to Let's Talk About Stuff, right? I think so. That's okay. I need my script up. That's why I failed. But here we are. We're doing it. (laughs) (laughs) So so lackluster. (laughs) Uh, We're doing it, I guess. Whatever. All right, so... You want to pause it here? Yeah. And do you want a new beer before we um, jump into... I'm actually good right now. Maybe it's mine's... Uh... Oh, okay. I've got more here than I, I thought. So maybe we'll uh, go into non, uh, non-spoilers. Yeah. It talk. <clears throat> cool, cool. So... Do you want to leave this off or do you want me to leave this off? Let's see. <clears throat> um, I guess I'll, I'll do it since cool. I was... Talking. My goddamn gums last time. <laughs> do what? <laughs> I, said, I guess I'll lead us off since I was flapping my goddamn gums uh, at the end of the thing. At this last time. Yeah. 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 This car here. Damn it. <laughs> that's okay. It's uh, one of uh, Brandy's friends that's uh, coming here. I turned the chime off on the door so oh, it won't okay. be on the podcast. Cool, cool. I was just like, <laughs> do I take a sip? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, go ahead. God damn it, Brandy. <laughs> I can't blame her, though. I like no, no, nah, yeah. You have yeah. to do it. She uh, knows what she's doing. Yeah. Um. But yeah, so I guess from the beginning, um, it's, I, I don't know, it's, it starts off, and I have nowhere, no idea where I'm going with this, because uh, I'm just kind of talking to my ass. Um, what you got? <laughs> Ha, 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 ha.
I feel like we need to throw that in there, right? <laughs> Look at that. That's yeah, awesome. I love it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we'll put a picture of that in there. Um, that's from Sessions, too. Yeah. So I wonder if, oh, they, wow. if one's like a rock and, and paper. And that's when we talked about it. Or we get two scissors. <laughs> that's when we talked about the scissors, too. Yeah. yeah. That was funny. Do you guys want to say about this first? I don't have anything to say about it. I, I'm like, I'll get into spoilers, but I don't know where to start. No, let's just stop it. <laughs> okay. <laughs> um, the, okay. Yeah, I guess we need to, yeah. You got it? Yeah. Cool. Jump into it? Yep. Okay, so for, um, I hit the table. <laughs> I probably want to edit that out. <laughs> Oopsie. <laughs> All right. We're on a roll. But, yeah, overall, um, I don't know where I'm going with this. <laughs> Damn it, I do that all the time. I'm like, where am I going to go with that? Uh, let's see. I'm trying to think of like, other things I wanted to bring up. Uh, I know there's some stuff I wanted <clears throat> to, uh, to bring up, but uh, alcohol has made it almost impossible. Yeah, it always <laughs> happens, man. Uh, I'll go to the kids and stuff. This is probably a great idea. <laughs> get another one. <laughs> I guess at the end of the uh, the the novel uh, uh, the the novel part where the uh, the uh, <laughs> <laughs> my brain song <laughs> <laughs> um, the uh, fuck <laughs> the fuck I, I'm trying to find words. <laughs> How's that bear treating you? It was good. <laughs> I'm gonna just sit and drink water for a little bit before I leave. <laughs> I know. Yeah. Yeah. So until next time, I'm Steven. I'm Brent. Let's talk later. <laughs> That's like my go-to, like little ditty. I don't know why. We didn't even do it right. We didn't even do our social media. I, I was wondering if you got there, but I was like, I'm not gonna tell him now. <laughs> You can redo it if you want. Okay, we'll uh, <laughs> we'll do that. Um, uh, so I'll do the uh, maybe you pick up from I'm drunk and then maybe your laughter. Um, we'll see how it goes. I'm drunk. Aww. Mm-hmm.